0: Welcome back, everyone, to Fake Nerd. Best of 2010 to 2019. Best of the decade. Wow. Special. Best of the tens. We made it. Best of the tens. We didn't die. We made it to another decade. I'm almost 30. Kill me now.
1: Three
2: of us are almost 30.
1: I'm almost there, too. I'm only a year younger than you guys. (laughs) Three of us are closer to 30 than (laughs) one other person. (laughs) Hey, we're all
0: dying slowly, guys. Don't
1: worry. Yes,
2: we
0: are. And uh, we are going to talk about our best of the decade, much like everyone else is doing, but we're a little different We're because we crazier. decided to we decided we didn't to talk about how no. like this.
2: we said hey let's do a best of the decade <laughs> to me, episode to <laughs> be
0: fair to be fair i did say go crazy
1: yeah yeah i said do whatever you want you, you say, the say the word crazy and, and i'm like oh you got it dude."
2: yeah i read the t- i read the text that said top fives top tens go buck wild And i'm like i can't do tens of a ten decade because i mean i know i have a decent memory but there's some shit that i know so i so let's talk
0: let's talk about how we did it so i did it as as categories however my movies category is the best of ten um, and then I did TV and video games, comics, and personal reflections. So I didn't do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> reflections. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I
3: know. <laughs> this I know what son I did. of a bitch. Yeah, over yeah.
1: Here. Uh, Ryan, you did best of every year. I, I chose a couple things from every single year. I chose like a movie, a game, a comic, a yeah. uh, music, or whatever from uh, every single year. Things that were important to me. And Sparks, you did best of 20. Uh, it was best of 10. Well, at first. I did
4: 10, and then I found out. People did categories, and Ryan was a huge list. and I'm like, Well, I'm gonna go to 20 because I had <laughs> enough things, but I was like, I'm limiting myself I'm to 10. I'm just 10. saying, you say I go just crazy, still did, but I distilled did, it. I didn't pay attention, I was on vacation. No, I uh, hey, I, was t- I was too <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I didn't even read this text. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I'm being honest, yeah, I didn't. That's, that's, that's fair. fair, that's fair. And then uh, you did the same thing I did. Uh, I did.
2: Excuse me. All I did was top fives, but I have games, comic book movies, TV shows, cartoons that I watched all of. Oh, you
0: I'm
1: did way more than I did. Or
2: caught up on, and also games of the decade I haven't played yet but want to. Oh, you can't say that. What do you mean I can't say that? <laughs> that's dumb. Okay. So that's if literally
1: I... 10 years of games that you're never going to play.
0: <laughs>
2: no, but uh, there's only five games that I okay. know I'm going to play right. eventually. Keyword there being eventually. When
0: you play them, we can talk about them. Okay. All Are right. you doing the most disappointing list?
4: If he can do that one, I can do the most disappointing This is list. why I was asking. if you're you doing say- it, he gets to do that. But if you're not doing it, he can't do that. You I only I have disappointing
0: of the year. I don't have the disappointing of the decade. Okay. It was only my only excuse to talk about Glass. Sure. Did
4: that
1: come <laughs> out 20...
2: 20- <laughs> it came out 2019,
0: yes. Yeah.
1: It came out January? Yeah. 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 Wow, I definitely yeah, remember that. it I
4: was that and Broly and Broly was
1: beating it in yeah. theaters. That's so and weird. we were like what? <laughs> I I like last it's fine but like I just completely forgot
2: when yeah, yeah, it yeah. came yeah. out. January. I maybe. had to go through our episode list like what came out in 2019 that we did not talk that we that I liked. <laughs> uh my uh-huh. my
4: criteria was just trying to like to find things that like personally related as like top top level of the decade and and also like things that I think Quite a few of them, I, I've noticed. Like, I think four things on my list are, are like, yes, I picked that thing, but it's also like representative of huge sea change in a genre. Yeah.
1: I kind of did the same thing for a couple of movies. Like, they're not yeah. my favorite, actually, of that year. Yeah, but yeah. I think they're important. Right.
0: So if you want to know our best of the of the year, best 2019, that episode is up as you listen to this. Yep, yep. Uh, so check that out. That is that is our normal episode. Uh, this is the special to go along with it. It's kind of an ancillary thing. Yep, yep. Uh, so let's get started with well, we're going to do it one at a time because we all did it differently yes. so ryan you're so going to go uh, first.
1: i did choose something a couple things from every year of the decade so if you guys have something from that year like if you want to throw in like a uh, to you know make this go faster i can even, even remember if <laughs> you can yeah. even remember because i'm gonna talk a whole lot i think right here um so 2010 start of the decade my favorite game of all time came out called mass effect 2 and i'm so glad it was 2010 and not 20, uh, 2009 Cause I'm actually gonna talk about Mass Effect 2. I think Mass Effect 2. This is when Bioware was at the peak of their power. When uh, they are a role-playing developer uh, that create uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Mass Effect, uh, unfortunately Anthem, and other games. But <laughs> Mass Effect is a an original uh, a space saga about. This this uh, every fifty thousand years the universe kills itself with these things called the reapers and they and they harvest all organic life to restart the universe every fifty thousand years because once once civilizations become too powerful then they become like corruptible and like things can go bad so these like like uh, what's like the word like the prodiginous progenitors primordial. Sure, Prime we'll call it that. These things that have been around since the dawn of time destroy the universe over 50,000 years, and now you're in this cycle, and you're the commander of, like, the United States, blah, 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 and it's your mission to try to stop these guys over the course of three games. The second one is, is following a suicide mission that's basically the Suicide Squad, where you're collecting all these groups of, like, bounty hunters, mercenaries, actual murderers to help save the world. And they can all die at any time, and you become really close and uh, friendly with a lot of these people, and you eventually do go on this suicide mission at the end that has has lots of stakes, and you care about all these characters, and it's such an impactful and powerful final mission with all your friends that you've spent dozens of hours learning about, loving, having relationships with, because viral games are all about having the bangs. You know, it happens. Um, So, Mass Effect 2... Is is my favorite game, and I think uh, uh, I'm glad it came out right at the start of the decade. Because nice. I think about it all the time.
0: of the game, of the decade off well.
1: Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, I put Scott Pilgrim vs. the World on here. Uh, I like yeah. the movie a lot. I know it's not like the comic. I don't. I, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Uh, I didn't read the comic when the movie came out. Uh, I think the movie, because it's an Edgar Wright movie, is just so full of of energy and it's so it's so kinetic and that's what i look for in like big poppy action movies and it has such good action and such good timing and it's just like i could put if any movie edgar I made up until now like like i it would be on the list like if you looked at the like sean of the dead or hot fuzz it would be on my favorite list of those years too uh, i just think he's a stellar filmmaker. I also put on here a movie called Never Let Me Go. Has anyone seen this movie? I have not. Okay. No, I haven't heard of this one. Never Let Me Go is a science fiction movie written by Alex Garland, who did Annihilation, and he wrote Dread. Um, and it's based off a very popular uh, book. It's about people who are clones dealing with the fact that they are clones and how do they live a life, knowing that they are basically used for body parts. Uh, it's got Kira Knightley, Andrew Garfield, and Carey Mulligan. And it's a it's a... It's a movie I haven't actually thought about in a while until I saw it on a list, and it's like all these emotions when I first saw it as a kid. T- excuse me, get a, a teenager when I was nineteen or whatever, um, hit me again. And it's such an interesting look at. It's a weird, very low sci-fi romantic drama about these three people living together and like having relationships, and like one loves another, and the other one doesn't love uh, the other person. And it's it's very heavy. It's a very heavy emotional movie uh, that I completely forgot about, and uh, I'm probably gonna watch it again this year. Uh, but it's one I wanted to bring up because it's not a lot of—it's not a movie a lot of people have seen, uh, and I think Alex Garland writes a hell of a script based off that book. Um, so I put that. Last thing I put on here for 2010, I saw the devil. It's a South Korean drama. Uh, it's a South d- Korean movie. It's, yes, I, I like those movies. Um, it's about a police detective whose wife is killed by a serial killer, and it's his intense story of revenge against a serial killer and the cat-and-mouse game that that they play because the the, the depths that he's willing to go to catch him are intense and heinous, and it basically turns him into a bad guy. Uh, and it is so... It, it might be more intense than my favorite movie, Old Boy, in terms of just, like like, violence and, like, emotional... Uh, uh, draining, and it's the whole movie. You just feel awful. But sometimes it's okay to have a movie like that. Um, I put that uh, as my as probably my favorite movie of that year. Um, nice. You guys have. I don't want to talk a whole lot this whole episode. So why don't you guys say one thing about something you guys did? I'll uh, go. I'll, I'll do. I
0: wanted to say. I wanted to say. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yep. Almost made. Uh, if I I didn't do an honorable mention for best of the decade, mm-hmm. but if I did, it would have gone on there because that yep. movie is really excellent. That movie's
1: so fun, and the, the performances are are buck wild. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I have to say Scott Pilgrim was. From 2010, from what I can remember, I really wanted to see that movie. I never saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I saw it after, I actually saw it when I was getting my tattoo for the first time. Nice. nice. Yeah, it was there. I was like, hey, I'll watch this movie. No vegan
1: it, diet. No vegan power.
2: <laughs> I really enjoyed that Chicken movie. Chicken isn't vegan? <laughs> and Come then on. I saw, I, then I read the books, and I, I, it made me hardcore love all of Scott Pilgrim. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: The better, better, better line. Gelato isn't vegan? Milk and eggs, bitch. Milk and eggs, bitch. Chicken isn't vegan? <laughs> Chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Routh's really good at that yeah. movie. Uh, Black
1: Swan also came out in 2010, and uh, that's another movie that that's I really well, movie. that I uh, uh, that was campaigning for at the Oscars. Uh,
0: do you want to go Sparks? Do you want to go loop around? I thought we he, were doing... Well, he's going to do...
1: I'm, I, I'm not going to talk for a solid hour, so we need to break it up. So I'll do a year, and then you guys can go, and then at the end... Yeah, well, yeah. that's fine. Because I don't want I, don't wanna wanna, like, I just, just don't know
4: how I'm going to break it up as you well. do Let's like talk about five something that you five like. each? Yeah. Jeez, oh, okay.
1: Let's do a
3: couple. It's not a big deal.
4: Uh, at the bottom of my twenty is uh CW's Arrowverse. Nice. All right. Uh, for how it like created the this connective tissue of comic book television. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then at
1: uh my wow, night that was
4: the whole thing was this decade.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, wow. let,
1: let's talk about yeah. Arrow real quick because I almost put Arrow because I think it came out either I think it came out twenty eleven. I think so. Yeah. I was looking at a list, um, but yeah, Arrow. St- I watched all of Arrow, and then Flash came out, and then they progressively got more and more, and it kind of just fell off. But that was a big deal, and like it still is. Like yeah. that's the
4: thing is, it still is. We're in the midst of Crisis on Infinite Earth and like that's insane. It's, oh, on- yeah. it's honestly like a smaller scale what happened with the MCU.
0: It, it fundamentally changed comic book television. It changed the CW. Like C- honestly, w. if the
4: shows were shorter, like the, if they were allowed to do streaming level seasons. It'd probably be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And everybody could keep up with it better. <laughs> uh, and at my number 19 is John Carter. Yeah, John Carter almost made my list. Man, you like that movie life. that much. Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. I do. No, John Carter almost made my list. I like that movie a whole lot.
4: Yeah, cool.
1: I like it. Ben, throw hmm. me something.
2: Oh, okay. I'll throw you something. Uh, sh- Again,
1: I can't talk for an hour, guys. I got a yeah, lot yeah, of things. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, How about cartoons that I watched, that uh, cartoons of the decade that I've actually watched all of, or at least I'm caught up on?
1: Go for it. Uh, Such f- a...
0: Such a long Because oh,
2: obviously, obviously I haven't been able to watch all the stuff that other people talk about because some people are going to probably get pissy at me that how come Last of Us is in your top five games of the year because I haven't freaking played Last of Us goddamn it. Well, I'm not mad.
1: I'm just disappointed.
0: Well too bad. <laughs> That's mom for mad. <laughs> yeah that is mom for mad. Uh, so number
2: five I played Samurai Jack season five. Hey. Specifically. That I was, have
0: that on my on my TV shows. That was
2: a great ending to a absolutely phenomenal cartoon show. I'm yeah. just glad it had a finite an actual ending that was the thing because i remember when they said hey we're bringing samurai jack back i thought are they gonna do more seasons or is this it and it actually was an ending which is what i which is well, a lot of cartoons sadly well a few on this list actually do have endings um like Legend of Korra, I loved Legend of Korra.
1: I'll just talk about that now. I put that on my 2012 list. I yeah. uh, love Legend of Korra. I love that show. That show is amazing. I uh, I am in the very unpopular opinion. I like the Legend of Korra more, not because I don't think it's better. I think I, I like the world building of Korra you know what? a You're lot more. Li- I will let you have that opinion. Yeah, I adore Legend
2: of Korra because it shows what happens after yeah. the war. I like the
1: industrialization of it. Yeah. Well,
0: just to be counter, I won't let you have that opinion. Well, shit, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay. No, I I uh, I like Legend of Korra. I. I I like Avatar: the Last Airbender a lot more. Oh yeah, uh, most people yeah, that's do
2: fine. It. Yeah. that's fine. fine. Um, uh, Legend of Korra for me because I know Last Airbender started. I want to say ended in uh, before 2010. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But I, because I didn't catch up on Last Airbender until after it ended. Ended. But Legend of Korra for me, it was as a sequel show. It was phenomenal. Yeah, Last Airbender
0: was not this decade, right? No, I no. think it. No, it ended before. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I was like, did I forget
2: that? No, because that was my cutoff. If it did not end, if it started, but if it started the decade prior but ended this decade, it made the cut. But if it did not, if it ended in the previous one, doesn't make the cut. Oh well, yeah. Korra yeah. started, ended this decade, and I have to say, it is pristine animation. The fighting is phenomenal. The art, the fight choreography is phenomenal. Um, the,
1: the villains th- of the final season, man, like yeah. Henry Rollins. Oh. And like his crew of evil Airbenders, no, or like no, his uh, no. Uh, Was Was uh, that season
2: before? That was season three. Season Uh, four was the
1: fascism. That's right.
2: Season three is my favorite. Yeah, I love season three. But season four... Just like Digimon.
1: I love season three. You're right.
2: No, just the whole show just got me. Just me being back in the world of the Avatar of of Avatar. Which Last season Airbender. had the
1: giant ass robot? That was season four. Hell yeah! Yeah,
2: Kuvira has a freaking Gundam. That was rad. The metal
1: bending, a whole city made of metal that yeah. you can bend. The whole city, mm-hmm. but, like just the idea alone, is like, oh, I love this. I
2: just love. I love the characters. I love the new team Avatar. I, I love l- the sport. Mm-hmm. The, the whatever prof- the, the, professional air ben- professional bending. Yeah, I'm a fan. I love J.K. Simmons as uh, uh, Master Tenzin. Yep, I could not believe that was him. Because I know J.K. Simmons as I want Spider-Man. Yeah, just everything about Ledger Cora for me was like, this is a great, this is a, Blood a almost Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was almost a perfect sequel. Yeah, I like, still highly enjoyed it. I love that as much as I love the original, and yeah, and uh, I love it.
0: The only issue I had when I, I haven't come back to rewatch it, but the only issue I had with it that like stopped me from really, like, really loving it, really getting into it, is that it felt so disconnected from the last J.Bender for okay. some reason. Uh, I think they just went too far in the timeline. That's I, totally
1: fine. I 100 like I, I understand that, but that's the, I'm the opposite. That's why I like it because yeah. like I don't want 10 years after where we still have Aang. Give me 100 years where it's his grandkids and you really see the impact he had on the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I really like it. And yeah. you still get like Zuko and dra- flying on a dragon. Yeah. Like that's cool as shit. You
2: see, you st- also uh, Dante Bosco comes back to play General Iroh, yep. who was the grandson of Zuko. Yeah, which I thought was just fantastic. Criminally underused. My oh, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, Cabbage core? Cabbage core. <laughs> Number three is Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Nice. I mean, you like that
1: show, Sparks? I do
2: like that show. I feel that it's one of the uh, one of the best cartoons Disney has put out. It is a fantastic show. It has a whole lot of heart. It's crazy. It's funny. It's uh, I just love it. I absolutely love that show, and it tugs at my heartstrings. I mean, unfortunately, um, Darren F.C. didn't get the ending she wanted, but most of the show, I think, it makes up for it. I feel that it's a high. It's a great show. If you love animation, you should definitely give that show a watch. My number two is the Dragon Prince. It started this weekend. It's not over yet, but I still think it's. It's your
1: s- number two of the decade. A number two of the decade. That's awesome, dude. I
2: absolutely love the Dragon Prince. To me, it is a uh, top. Every time I see a new season, of Dragon Prince, I stop whatever I'm doing and I watch that and I finish. It's a relatively new one. Too. Season three, I binged in one night. That's how much. How many I, episodes? Uh, thirteen. How many? How long are they? 30? Thirty. Minutes? Uh, Twenty-five minutes long. Okay. Yeah. So relatively, sh- relatively short episodes, yeah. you can get through that seasons pr- those seasons pretty quickly. But I absolutely love The Dragon Prince. And number one of the decade, Gravity Falls.
3: Mm,
1: nice. nice.
4: Talk about Uncle
1: show. Grandpa. Talk what about Grunkle Stan. Grunkle Stan. Who's Uncle Grandpa? That's a different, That's a different, different show.
2: That one is,
4: ugh, no thank
1: you. I don't know. What's, what's that show? Yeah.
4: Gravity Falls. He's he's everybody's uncle and their grandpa. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gravity
2: Falls is, to me, the pinnacle, besides after The Last Airbender, Mender a show of when the creators knew what they wanted um, they took things in a t- entirely different direction than they thought because there's there's I'm watching rewatching it with Fanny she's really watching it right now there are times where she pauses and looks at me she's like this is a kid show I'm like yeah this is a kid show a disney kid's show this is a uh, a disney show that they said yeah this is fine we could do this and it is fantastic it is absolutely great Everyone, I feel, needs to watch Gravity Falls. It's only two seasons. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And all the things that you have questions about, they answer them in the show. So for me, it is one of the best cartoons of the decade, hands down. I love it. It is the best cartoon of the decade, hands down.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess I'll do TV
1: shows. I'm a real quick. I'm going to throw in a show called Better Off Ted that ended in January of 2010. That was brutal. That's one of the most inventive, cool shows that got... Deleted. I'm so
4: glad it even got a season two. Yeah,
1: uh, that is a truly smart. Oh show. Oh my god, I love Better Off yeah. Ted. Yeah, it came. It, it's it, it's right at the end with of um j- with um January of 2010. No, what's what's her name? I man, man. Uh, Porsche, uh, Porsche. Porsche De Rossi. Yeah, yeah. Um, that show is awesome. that shows about a bunch of inventors just being silly, and it's really incredibly well written. Uh, and it got yeah, it got two seasons and got canceled. But yeah. um, that that's 2010 as well. That show is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so my my top TV shows top five
0: I did top five TV shows of the decade. This is just TV shows, but I don't have any qualifiers nope that doesn't um uh don't go from the sending order although now you know what i'm gonna say (laughs) samurai jack season five makes my top five top five of the decade i think that show is awesome i think that last season like watching it from the i I decided to watch the entire show and then watch the fifth season uh that so held up that show is awesome the ending is awesome the the fight choreography is great the animation is stunning uh the new characters are incredible. It's such a great show. Such a great way to end Samurai Jack, which is already such a unique and fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Downton Abbey. Hello! It was, it was a last-minute addition, but I thoroughly thought that show was delightful. It started in 2010s. Yeah. It did start in 2011. There you go. Uh, I thought that show was awesome. Uh, I was really hooked onto that onto that show. I think it was just such a great feel-good time. I still want to see the in universe MCU version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then uh I did, uh, I put Star Wars Rebels my top the top 5 of the decade. Star Wars Rebels is my favorite thing in the whole Star Wars universe. It's such a great show. Uh it expands on what I love which, uh you get some more force lore with the Bendu. and uh Ezra is such an interesting character with Kanan, Ahsoka's whole storyline. The inquisitors I think are some of the best Included uh, additions to the Star Wars franchise uh, in a long time. Just the idea of these fallen Jedi that are now working for the Empire. Empire See them in
1: such things as Darth Vader and Jedi Fallen Order. I
0: just Mm -hmm. think they're such cool characters, Uh, and they're so cool that I that I that I hate that Star Wars was made in 1977. Uh, and the Inquisitors weren't around then because that would have been so cool. Yeah, yeah that's how it happens. Um, but yeah, I like the Inquisitors a lot. I like that show a lot. The show is really great. Uh, community, hell yeah, Community. I had to put Community on my top ten because I've seen that show. I've seen the first season, the first three seasons of that show, ten times all the way through. That show is so funny and clever uh, and unique. And has some, I quote that show all the time. Has so many standout episodes. Uh, the oh, paintball babe. episodes and the first two episodes. One of my favorite quotes is when the dean is trying to get Troy to enroll in the air conditioning school. But John Goodman is in that. Is in that the season? And uh, and uh, Abed uh, Abed opens the door and the dean's there and he closes the door and he's like, "I need help reacting to something." How
4: how well do you know Brazil? I
1: f- it depends on what you say, but I've Ro- it. Robert
4: bunch. De Niro is a he's uh, like, oh, he's air like conditioner repairman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I fully believe that John Goodman and that air conditioning thing in Community is just the so precursor that? of that air conditioning <laughs> uh, company in Brazil. What
1: a! When I found out Robert De Niro was in that movie, I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think Community is, is such a. It was such an original sitcom. I, I I truly adore it.
1: And it gave us uh gave us a lot of uh Marvel stuff actually. Yeah, actually,
0: <laughs> yes. uh you know some of the some of the things that I I always still love like the Christmas episodes. I always go back to doing. Love Christmas. the Halloween episodes. The Halloween episodes. I'm a are sexy mummy. <laughs>
4: Communities in my honorables. Yeah, the, sexy
0: the Halloween episode where they uh where they um turn into zombies. <laughs> Uh, I'm is a sexy mummy oh,
1: yeah. uh, sexy Dracula
0: sexy Dracula I uh,
1: saw one episode
2: the pit, the paintball episode the paintball episodes are I which ones there's many that yeah. there's multiple there's two <laughs> yeah. paintball episodes the, the one where uh, they're trying to vote Chevy Chase out the group
0: that's the th- that's the second one okay that's the second and third uh the guy from Lost is in that. One of the guys from losses in that. Um, there was a, there's there's so many there's so many like standout moments for me that I just always go back to for example the Halloween episode that we talked about, the first one, when they all turn into zombies, there's <laughs> a cat being thrown across the screen <laughs> and goes like, I'm gonna kill this cat. There's, what is the matter with this cat? I have to
2: say, <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched all community, but I do appreciate the memes that produced.
0: Or the the one another one, another standout is the, the the third holiday episode where it's a musical series and they start singing singing um, Elton, Little John Lennon. It's a <laughs> mashup from the Glee Club, and uh, Kobe Smolders' husband is try- is the Glee Club uh, is the Glee Club uh, teacher. He's trying to get the community gang. So after they after like you can't sing this licensed material because that's illegal. They don't. They never sing another licensed song. and They make up songs for the rest of the episode. Uh, Allison Breeze, "Sexy Santa Dance" haunts me to this day. Allison Breeze. Uh, that shows. Fantastic one! One of, my, one of the best. Ben, you like Rick and Morty, right? I do. You love Community.
2: <laughs> oh no, I know. I do like Community. I just haven't had the time to. S- I just
0: <laughs> no, I know. And then uh, Voltron: Legendary Defender. Nice. I hear you like that show. I like that show a whole lot. It's my favorite show since Battlestar Galactica. Since Battlestar Galactica right. Uh, I've already said that, which is why he's right. <laughs> uh, I think that show is great. It ended and it started and ended in this decade, and I just thought the animation was spectacular. The storytelling was incredible. Um, it it. It was the science fiction fantasy series that was just so out there and cool and bombastic. Um, they actually have a, a Dragon Ball Broly moment where they shatter through dimensions in a fight. Mm, I'm into it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I think that show a whole lot.
1: I'm into it. That's my top five TV shows. Cool. I'll run through a couple years real quick. You want this thing right here? Don't mind me, podcast listeners. Don't spray me. So um, let's just run through 2011, oh, no. 2012 real quick. Uh, 2011 I have Drive a Nicholas Winding reference movie Drive's a really cool Ryan Gosling movie where he barely talks and he beats the shit out of people with a hammer I've heard that's really good it is really good mm-hmm. um, that's what I've heard as well It's uh, I love it uh, Sk- Elder Scrolls V Skyrim came out that is a, oh, a that is a oh, per- perfect open world RPG that like set this gr- beso- next to Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. seven years later I would Skyrim s- set the bar for open world Skyrim, RPGs Skyrim
2: I absolutely love It's definitely an honorable mention for me. It's not on my top five games because I do have a top five games. Thing about Skyrim is that it intimidates the ever-loving hell out of me just because of all the amount of stuff you can do in that game. That's why I love it. It's a Skyrim stole
0: my girlfriend.
3: (laughs) Okay,
2: sorry, dude. I mean, I know people play with mods. I'm Dah. Damn. (laughs) All right. So, what was your D and D character's name? Oh, my my very
4: first one.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: Dovahkiin.
4: <laughs> yep. What? I'm sorry? Dovahkiin. I'm sorry. Can you say it a little louder for the audience at home? Dovahkiin! It's Dragonborn, baby. There we
2: go. Yeah, I, I have no shame, but yeah, I need to get back into Skyrim. I will, I, Skyrim's amazing. It I played Skyrim is.
1: multiple times with dozens of various yeah. mods throughout the years. Yeah. I bought it again for the Legendary Edition I, like I'm an idiot. Weird,
2: I'm a weird person. I don't play. I don't have the mods. I did buy the Legendary Edition with all the DLC. It's just freaking massive it is a r- grand RPG. Truly a Dungeons & Dragons video game. that Where you can do whatever the frack you want.
1: On the flip side of, of uh, uh, easily accessible open world RPGs, 2011 began with Dark Souls, baby. You guys oh. played a Dark Souls game recently called Jedi Fallen Over, except it's not as good. Dark Souls is great because... The, the uh, Miyazaki, the creator, he was like, listen, most video games, people, uh, they hold your hand. They tell you where to go. Uh, they give you tutorials how to do everything. I don't want that. I want you to focus on the gameplay. I want you to get good. There's not a difficulty uh, uh, lever. Mm-hmm. The game's, uh, it's on hard. It's hard. Deal with it. Yeah. And um, Get good. Get good. That's, that's the joke with Dark Souls is get good. No, so quick thing. There's quickie. a Dark Souls board game that I want
2: to buy. Yes. I want to have eventually The second you open the box, it says you died. Yes. Uh, and, <laughs> no, good. and also there's a Dark Souls collection, which all, with all the games for the PS4. Mm-hmm. It's in a steelbook. i wanted that game. So, yes. I want that set so damn bad.
1: I could have put like all the Dark Souls games on here uh, for various years, but I didn't. Uh, I put Dark Souls at 2011 because that's a start. Yeah. and And uh, uh, some people still find that the most like true of what Dark Souls should be, mm-hmm. the first one, even though there's a game before that's called Demon Souls, but it's
3: like a special I don't know, level. dude.
2: Dark Souls three, the da- that that dancer of the Boreal Valley. Everyone bitches about her. Have you played it, Ben? I want to. Okay.
3: <laughs> it's on his top no. five of the games Actually, he did no. play. <laughs> My
2: brother bought me the Red. He has Dark Souls three. He gave me his copy uh, from Red Box.
0: That top he just five bought. games he didn't want. He didn't play. That's such a stupid. Li- I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Dark Souls is great, and it inspired a bunch of really hard games. And I'm glad because I am a type of gamer where um, I wish Jedi Fallen Order didn't didn't give you a difficulty choice. I ho- I wish it was just this game's hard. Because when you get to choose your level of Dark Souls, it's not a Dark Souls game anymore. Yeah. Uh, the last thing on here, 2011 started with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones might have ended badly, but for three, four, five years, that show was the best show on television. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll move on to 2012, and I'll say Avengers. Yeah. Because Avengers is a pretty good movie, you Avengers guys. Avengers is fantastic. So one of the greatest theatrical experiences of my life. The same yeah, here. Yeah, same. Brandon, uh,
2: you and I got to have that experience together. It was yeah. glorious. Yeah.
0: That was a good. That was a good time. That was a great, it was day. great movie.
1: In 2012, a movie called The Raid came out, which is very similar to a movie called Dread <laughs> that came out the next year. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the Raid is a Indonesian independent, balls to the wall martial arts action movie. Uh, that that like, I didn't change the game, but it was like, oh shit, P- we can make these type of movies, and it inspired John Wick, and that's why John Wick has such awesome kinetic action with guns and shit. Um, the last thing from 2012 there's a game called Spec Ops colon the line. Spec Ops was marketed as a generic Call of Duty. Hey, you're John military man going to go kill some brown people. Isn't that great, America? Uh, it was just like a boring Call of Duty. When you play that game, it is not that game. That game challenges you with war crimes. And like, hey, you actually don't need to kill anybody, but you are because you're a bloodthirsty American. Do you feel bad about what you've done? And at the very end of the game, it shows you every choice that you made in the game that you didn't have to make. Because you are... You are programmed to kill people in video games and it changed the way i look at certain games and it is a game that's talked about a lot and i'm surprised it hasn't had a remaster it's but it s- is i am too it is so intense
2: you know what that um system reminds me of a little bit huh the undertale system okay. how you can actually spare your enemies you don't you don't yes. have to kill them. i mean unless you want to do a genocide run which you monster yeah but an under i mean obviously you guys know of undertale right yeah yeah, Sans sands
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, but but Spec Ops is, is a game that like it, it gets talked about a lot, but not enough. Like it doesn't get the acclaim that it really deserves. And like over the years, people start playing a little bit more and more. But like that's a game where I'm like, that was like, but next to near, like this was a game where I'm like, holy shit, why didn't they tell us what this game was? Because people would be playing this all over the place, mm-hmm. but they had to market it as a g- generic Call of Duty game. Yeah. Um, so that's my end for 2012. I'll say there's a lot, oh, I've got a lot of stuff on here. Shit. Uh, 2013, <laughs> Hannibal started. Oh yeah, Hannibal's uh, one of the animals. greatest NBC shows ever awesome. made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the goriest mainstream show movie ever made. Yeah, um, I love Thanks. that. 2013 uh, is also Last of Us. I think you, Last of Us is your favorite game. It's one of my favorite games. Yep. Um, and lastly, for 2013, Her by Spike Jones oh. which is a uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie where he falls in love with his robot Scarlett Johansson that is a really sweet and sad movie it's a really interesting look into the future with technology it's also really funny spoiler alert that robot falls in love with another robot and it's sad oh. and I really really like it a whole lot
0: it's a really interesting movie I, I
4: recently I watched it this year I liked it a nice. lot yeah. yeah that's up hers up on that list right?
0: thank
1: the lord because I love to rewatch it so that's the next couple of years once you say something else my friends All sparkles right.
4: My number 18 going up the list is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Uh, West Cove, yeah Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exceptional show. Uh, can't believe it was able to last as long as it did. How many seasons? Can't, four seasons. Nice. Uh, can't believe that it was able to be everything that it wanted to be and tell its story the way it did. Yeah. That it brings so much attention to problems for a lot of people uh, and just real life issues and handles them in such a... Comedic yet serious way yeah. and sincere. It's an incredible uh, There's, there's, there's like a suicide, lot of heart right? to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Really great. Number seventeen is Stranger Things, <laughs> <Da-na-na-na-na-na-na>. <laughs> and attached to Stranger Ooh. Things, pretty much the the absolute defining moment of streaming dominance. Oh yeah, yeah. Stranger Things reigned that in for sure. Yeah. Um, but Stranger Things, that's very, that's very like the Beginning and, of the binge watch. Right?
2: I, yes, yeah. I it actually was. have Stranger Things in my top five. Yeah, Stranger.
4: I, th- go ahead uh
2: seasons one and three are the absolute stars of that show i mean season two it's a bit of a dud how true but i just feel like because yeah stranger things was the start of the binge formula of people sitting down and watching it all in one go
4: yeah like i said a few of mine are like uh indicate indicative of uh these sea changes that happened during the decade mm-hmm. stranger things change streaming yeah um above that is legion
3: yeah. I haven't even
4: finished it, but I can tell you right now, I cannot believe that they were able to take a, such an unknown character from the X-Men universe and make such a compelling, engaging, unique show. That show is bananas. Mm-hmm. Season two is has one of the coolest comic adaptation things I've ever seen in its finale,
1: and I still am killing to see season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legion gets it. I know... Uh, Actually, I'll leave it, but 2017 was a really good year for X Men content. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. Because there's another movie we'll talk about. Uh, number 15 for me is Rex the.
4: <laughs> no. Is the Paperman short. Yeah. Oh. That Disney made. Yeah. Uh, revolutionizing the idea of what they can do with 2- 2D animation. Paperman is an incredible short and I really hope that one day we see that engine brought to full feature films. Yeah. Yeah. Too.
1: Klaus almost looks like it. Almost, but almost Disney animation should be doing it. Yeah. It should yeah. be
4: happening. Uh, number 14 is How to Train Your Dragon. Heck yeah. 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 That so first
1: movie is insane. That that movie is
4: insanely good. It's on my list. Insanely good. Uh, I couldn't leave it off uh, a top 20. Hey, I, yeah. I did manage to leave it off a top 10. Hey, one of the best memories I have was when I first visited you, Brandon, and the first
2: when I first got there, you took me to your IMAX theater in uh, your hometown, and you showed me and you told me we're watching How to Train Your Dragon. You've never seen it, right? We're like, nope, never seen it. And we saw it in that IMAX theater, and it was fan friggin' fantastic. Remember that
4: IMAX theater yep. up in Canary Area. Yep. Yeah. Hands hands down, uh, the best DreamWorks film. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's Shrek then DreamWorks. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah. Okay. No, it's better than that. Yeah. Uh, Trek and then,
4: five this year, and then I'll I'll pass along to you Ben after this one. Okay, my number thirteen on the list is The Last of Us,
1: <sighs> my favorite video game. God, that game is. That's a game that like I would love I love to play, that game love to play like on a stream, but it's so intense and sad. Like I don't yeah. want to watch. No. I don't love watch <laughs> yeah
4: love 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 that game. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, Ben.
1: All right, Ben Jamin.
2: So I have uh, next uh, is TV shows. TV shows I have watched all of, and if they finished in this decade, I count them. Uh number 5 Breaking Bad.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Fanny. That almost went up on my mind. Yeah. My... Yeah,
2: Fanny introduced me to Breaking Bad. Um essentially this was my introduction to Bryan Cranston. God damn right. It it was such an amazing ride. You don't
0: remember Malcolm in the Middle. I never Life saw Malcolm unfair.
2: in the Middle. I never watched it. That's where I knew him from. I know. Malcolm in the Middle. I didn't realize it was him until much later. That's Apparently, why... he was at frickin' Power Rangers a few times. Not the movie, the yeah, he was original a, he was TV like show. A he guy. was
1: in the movie,
0: too, though. He was.
1: He <laughs> it's was. funny enough. Um, real quick, though, Like you didn't know Brian Cranston. I did know Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle. So I knew him as a bumbling character guy. And then to see him as Walter White, like, shit, this guy's got talent. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, I mean, the whole cast oh of Breaking boy, Oh, boy, oh, <laughs> boy.
2: The whole cast of Breaking Bad was phenomenal. I couldn't... Th- there's only maybe still one.
0: need to see El Camino.
2: Yeah, I actually... I oh, did it's want great! El Camino is really yeah. good. Yeah. I also
0: really wanted to see Better Call Saul, but I haven't had... To it's also great! Yet.
2: I am not a big fan of Better Call Saul. Yeah. Fanny loves it, but I'm not a big it's fan It's very of. different, but that's why I like but there's it. There's only one episode of Breaking Bad I could think of. The Fly. It's
1: directed by Ryan Johnson.
2: Which I... Directed by
0: Ryan Johnson? You did know that?
2: yeah. Seriously? Wow.
0: This is the reason it's a good episode, bro. Wow. That's why he didn't make a movie between Looper and... Uh, <laughs> And last show Who's
2: Breaking the Bad. Who's doing Breaking Bad? Because I remember watching the episode with fan. I was like, seriously, they've been a whole episode around a fly? Hell yeah. And it's still yep. good? How is that possible? Yeah, Breaking
1: Bad's like yeah. one of the best shows of the Breaking record. Bad.
2: 100%. Breaking Bad was phenomenal. Um, number four, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. I effing really effing love Sons of Anarchy. Did you the, check it out any of the comics? I did.
1: Are they good? Nah. Okay.
2: No, the, the, yeah. But the Licensed show, comics
0: are hard, guys. Yeah. yeah.
2: But the show is absolutely fantastic. It is amazing. Biker yeah, games? Yes, I am biased
1: because it involves motorcycle clubs and Harley Davidsons and all that shit. I don't care. Hey man, so. but here's the thing: like when you're when you like a certain thing, if yeah. if somebody does it well. That makes you like it but more. The thing yeah. is, but
2: the thing is, Sons of Anarchy is not only just um, motorcycle, uh, 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 1% Motorcycle Club getting into their um, gun ring business. There's also a shit ton of Shakespearean elements into it. Mm. I once got into a huge argument of, with uh, a, uh, a doormate of mine because she was like, Sons of Anarchy is a shit show. I'm like, hold up. Here's every th- reason why you're wrong. <laughs> and, I, and even there's like one guy sitting there like, after I was done explaining it all to her, he freaking clapped. This actually happened. Sounds you about convince right. somebody, but yeah, Sons of Anarchy is just downright amazing. It's a great show. Charlie Hunnam's breakout role, I think, I absolutely mm-hmm. love him as Jax Teller. Kay Sagal is amazing. Everyone on that Ron Perlman is great. Ron Perlman is phenomenal. Oh, it's just a great, great show. Number three for me is Stranger Things, which we already talked about. We absolutely love Stranger Things. Yep. Number two, somehow snuck in here, Watchmen. And
1: then you, it, it, there's no sneaking, bro. It's good. It is
2: fantastic. It's definitely one of the best of the decade. And my number one is Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah. When See, yo, when it's
2: peak, dude. Hey, season eight aside, that show was fan-fantastic. I don't think
1: there will ever be. Almost, maybe next to Watchmen. I don't think I will ever have a, a stronger no. emotional reaction than the Red Wedding. No, like that. Dis- I've never been more destroyed from a television I, show in my life.
2: I, I I. I I was weeping. I was. Dude. I, I was, was hurting. I was hurting at the end of the Red Wedding. My jaw was dropped when uh, for the watch happened. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Battlestar Galactica?
0: Oh yeah, I love that show.
1: Remember when D shot herself? I still remember the end of season one where where Boomer shoots Adama. Oh yeah, and that was a cliffhanger, and I was like nine years old, going, "What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. When, the frack. Excuse
0: when me, when yeah. D shot herself, that was when I was like, "Oh, ah, ah, ah. that's a
2: good show, guys." Like get, like Game of Thrones, I like, came out in
0: the. First decade of the 2000s, or also would have been on my list. Yeah,
3: yeah
2: but game, game of Thrones is absolutely amazing. That show will just—it will break your heart. It will take your expectations. It'll everything where it will take a, a left turn when it was supposed to take a right turn. Yeah, it is phenomenal. Game of Thrones, I, uh, in my personal opinion, is the absolute best show of the entire decade, hands down.
0: Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> It'd be good. Brought a lot of people together. Yeah, it did. Um, I'll do a video game list next. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I pulled the Ben Batman Arkham City Arkham Knight
1: one of those <laughs> is very much better than the other I think
0: one of those uh, I, I agree I, that city is better but I really liked Arkham Knight because you know Arkham yeah. Knight really hit me with the Joker Batman stuff yeah, I think I, that stuff is phenomenal I agree. Yeah, okay yeah. you know what I'll let you have that one I think I think the Joker Batman stuff is better than the stuff in city honestly I agree okay um, I just, I, I just it, that, it
1: that Batmobile stuff, man. Really. See, I don't mind the Batmobile it stuff. It's just so much part. of it.
0: I, I agree with that. But City is the better game, and I, I go back to playing City a lot more mm-hmm. than I do Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only two in this decade, or else I would have also put Asylum. But the Asylum. narrative
4: choice of of Arkham Knight is what was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, So th- because <coughs> Arkham Asylum was was 2009? 2009. 2009. Yeah, yeah, it was. So I put Arkham these two. Asylum, in the Asylum was 2009. Um, it's a hell of a game too. They're all they're all great. Yeah, they're all great. Halo yeah, Reach. Yeah, this is my favorite is Halo that 2010? game. 2010? Yeah, shit, 2010. Shit, hell yeah! That's my favorite Halo. Oh, that's Halo my favorite Reaches. Halo game. That, that game yeah. is awesome. Same.
2: The story in Halo Reach was phenomenal. Yeah,
1: remember the very very last mission? Yes. So we're like, yeah. you're just like, you have to survive. You just you survive, f- survive until you die. <laughs> that's like awesome. The,
2: seeing your helmet crack. Yeah. The, the world's getting glassed. Yeah. Oh shit, man, that's so no, good. Even the when that's the first scene of the game, there's that narration. You see the helmet because obviously the first thing you do is you pay, you customize your armor. Yeah. You see your helmet yep. in the sand, and then the next scene is you putting your helmet on. It was ooh, yeah, Oof. I I, f- I love that game a I lot. I forget
1: the the characters' names because it has been a long time since I played it. But yeah. when when one of the uh, Spartans just randomly gets sniped, just out of nowhere. Oh no! It's like oh, like I mean, everyone's gonna oh, this is Rogue One. Yeah. Before Rogue yeah. One, I didn't yeah. realize and that's that. A, that's kind of where my my
0: interest in suicide. Stories came Surprise from like stuff? Yeah. these kind of things, like because these characters, it's you're not playing as Master Chief. Anything can happen, and you know that the things end badly at Reach. Yes. Also,
1: if you know the story, you know Reach goes south. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines is th- from that one spot when she loses her arm. She's like, "I know we're losing. I want to know if we have lost."
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, oh, good shit. Oh, it's yeah. That's horror. a that's that's a great game. Uh, speaking of great games, Portal Two. Oh, oh right. I didn't know you were a Portal fan. Uh, a huge right. Portal fan. I love Portal Two. Wheatley. Mm. Portal Two, honestly, is is. Pro- Probably one of my favorite games of all time. That's a hell of oh, a game. I played the I played the single player and the multiplayer.
1: <sighs> Dude, that multiplayer is so fun. Yeah, I actually yeah. did play Portal Two multiplayer
0: the, with the single of mine. play The single player is when you get down to the basement levels of Aperture and JK, find Simmons. JK Simmons as the recording and go up through the history of Aperture is so interesting and so cool. Wheatley as a or a space, all those other bo- all those other orbs that are on Gladys. I li- I like Portal a lot, and I especially like Portal Two. Oh yeah. Uh, did you see the the what happened? With someone put up the video of the Portal prequel game, Aperture cam- Aperture Exposure. Oh, uh,
1: I don't know. There's
0: a supposed to be a prequel game to Portal um, that they were working on. It was going to be camera based. Uh, they're working on I guess making it a VR game if they ever want to do it again. Mm, okay. But well, they're definitely doing VR stuff. It was yeah, going to right. be a, it was going to be camera based and. The camera, you would take a picture of something, it would disappear, and then you could resize it or reship it. It's gonna like. Melt they did things.
1: make a like a very small like side-scrolling indie game. Uh, there's like this bridge builder game, yeah, and then they made like mm-hmm. a portal version of yes. that. Yeah. Uh, so they're still doing stuff. Yeah, um, Portal Two rules. I didn't know. I I not you really like Portal Two. That's yeah, awesome. I'm a huge Portal, portal Hell yeah. fan.
0: Uh, I I played it multiple times. Nice, um, God of War PS4. Yep. Yeah, made my top ten. Yeah, t- made my top of the decade. You got Boy. it. You had to know that game is incredible. Sure is. Uh, really, really hits all my gears. Mythology, father son stories. Gears. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I no
4: gears. That. Uh, that's gears. not Gears of War. No God, God of
0: War. War.
1: Gears of War, separate gowns. Uh um, And then, and then
2: I, I have to say I freaking have God of War on my top five as well. Yeah. It is fantastic. I love that game. I Boy. think that game is
1: incredible. Boy, um, we, we have yeah, a whole that, review special about it. So
0: the last, the last game. Uh, is Ryan telling me about Near Automata.
1: <laughs> Funny enough, when we get to <laughs> 2017, Nier Automata's on the list. Oh. <laughs> I think about
0: him telling me about Near Automata so much. I think about that game all the time. We were just driving to Ben's place, Ben's old place, the early days of the show, and he was just telling me all about it. I was like, shit. Shit, keep going.
1: It sounds rad. I, said, I talked <laughs> about it so much, and he legitimately was enthralled. Yeah. It made me happy. Uh, so, yeah, that's on the <laughs> top five. Of that the makes me game. so happy. <laughs> um, anyway, right. All right, we're on the 2014, guys. John Wick came out in 2014. I saw yeah. that movie five years ago. I six did. years ago now. Holy moly. I got you in the John Wick this year. Technically, did, uh, 2019. I, yeah. I I actually was already into John Wick. We oh. got Megan into John. Wick. Sorry, we got Ma- we got Megan into John Wick. Um, John Wick is my favorite American action franchise. Uh, like next to Mission Impossible, because Mission Impossible is slowly just becoming the best thing ever. But John Wick is consistently just dope action movies with real like action, not, not like real ass stunts yeah. and people like are, that are getting their getting hurt. And I'm like, man, this. is... Thank you, Keanu. I yeah. appreciate you. Appreciate you stunts. for your ass stunts. Um, Penny Dreadful came out in 2014 as well, and had a wonderful three seasons. Um, that is my favorite interpretation of like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen esque idea, where you know, you have you have your Draculas, your Frankenstein's, your mummies, werewolves are all in one show. Uh, but it's like very mature and sexy, and it has Josh Hartnett doing a really good, just like Kenneth Branagh's Frankenstein movie with Robert De Niro. Yep. Bring it back full circle. Full circle, baby. Um, What, is, what does that say? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's a bad handwriting. Oh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. This is the first Lord of the Rings thing that I ever played or seen that was rated R. It was mature. And you are decapitating orcs, and you're killing orcs, and it's a really fun uh, game with a nemesis system where th- the more you fight people, they, they learn from your combat, and they become better than you. And it's like a really, really cool system. Uh, the sequel game is not nearly as good, but uh, that was one of the best games of 2014. The last thing I have on there is Whiplash, which is the uh, uh, what's the guy who drank the La La Lane? What's his name? Oh, uh, Damien uh, Chazelle. Damien Chazelle. Whiplash is maybe the only movie I love Miles Teller in. Uh, that is a movie <laughs> about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's he's whatever. Um, but it's a movie about drumming and the intense like uh, schooling of drummers and like and, and how crazy. I don't remember the name of the comedy, but have
4: you seen the one with uh, him and Michael B. Jordan and Zac Efron? chronicle oh no no the comedy it's a <sighs> comedy it's just a comedy about them dating in new york and yeah, their best friends yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, miles I, teller's actually pretty good is in he it. Okay. yeah
4: he plays really well with michael b jordan and zach efron i'm not a fan of him but yeah. he works well in it's that not movie. the dj one right
1: no zach efron's not a dj no no no,
4: no no not, not that, that okay. one. they're just there I, I will look it up later okay. but um it's pretty good. I did see it. It's yep. enjoyable. And there's this one great bit where Miles Teller is trying to convince them that like when you're drunk, the best way to pee is by planking over the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I want to I
0: real quickly say, um, I don't know if it's on anyone's tops, but uh, the Transformers video games uh war and fall oh. were they this decade they yeah were. okay they they should
1: be on honorable mentions at least i just want to point Def- them out yeah war and fall yeah, yeah i yeah. would definitely those play games were really oh cool god those games were amazing then they made a third one to tie in with one of the last movies and it's awful yeah and it, it's the same engine but just everything shit about it that was because they on. rushed it out i'm so glad i didn't buy that game oh uh, yeah whiplash is a great movie and the miles Taylor like learn how to play the drums and like you see him giving it his all and like J.K. Simmons won. I think he won the Oscar for that movie. Uh, that movie is sensational. Um, 2015, Ex Machina. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's um, a great is movie. Is yeah, movie man. That talk came about
2: 2015. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Uh, talk about uh, AIs and robots and the things that I love most. Westworld. Uh, that movie's dope. Uh, let's talk about a comic book. 2015 had Secret Wars, which was uh, which is Marvel's biggest event yeah. ever made. It destroyed the Marvel universe for better or worse. Um, I do think it is the best event they've ever made because it builds on not just Jonathan Hickman's history of comics but decades of previous Marvel stuff and it creates this truly epic cosmic story that feels also really personal for Doctor Doom who you guys know is one of my favorite characters yeah uh, so I love that. that that's that's one of the first
0: big Marvel things I ever read and that yeah. that book is really truly ex- excellent uh,
1: 2015 uh, The Witcher came out Witcher 3 that game's great but we've talked about Witcher plenty uh, Daredevil came out the start of the Marvel Netflix oh, shit. Yeah, Daredevil. Uh Daredevil is sensational. I still think season three is the best television Marvel's ever made. Um, maybe does Legion count? Does that count as technically Marvel? Mm, wouldn't, you don't have to. Okay. In terms of Marvel television, uh, I think Daredevil season three, but it started with Daredevil season one, and I know we all like that when it came out. That, right. I think that first season is ex- exceptional. Um, my my favorite thing for twenty fifteen is Mad Max Fury Road. Do you guys like practical star uh the uh, uh, Starks? Do you like? I do like Starks. Do you like practical stunts and practical cars and uh, filming in Australia and everyone's miserable because it shows on the screen how miserable <laughs> they are. Uh, that movie is super fun. It's very simple. Uh, Charlize Theron is a icon in that movie. Uh, that is one of the first, like, oh, man, like, women could be cool on screen, you guys. Let's do this more often. And it happened really early instead of right now. Uh, and I think that movie is exceptional.
0: I, uh, As I said before, I think that movie just got really overhyped for me. Which is fair. Um, but... I I, ex- I went in expecting it to be like the greatest action movie ever and I came out liking it uh but it it wouldn't have made my top but I wonder if I revisited what I I, st- what I, think I do think
1: in terms of like the stunt choreography and like uh, um, there's almost no CGI in that movie. Like it is it is imp- technically one of the most impressive action movies ever made. Yeah, I think it's important to say I just haven't revisited no, since yeah. I saw it in theaters. Uh I watched I that's one of the first Blu rays I ever bought and I have like three Blu rays and Sparks has given me all my rest of my Blu rays. <laughs> um Let's do 2016 and knock it out. Arrival, Denny Veldu. Mm-hmm. Arrival's great movie. We all like that movie. Train to Busan, which I showed hey, you. Hey,
0: you said there's a Denny Veldew in all of them. You didn't say Prisoners.
1: I didn't say Prisoners. I also didn't say Sicario. <laughs> there's a lot of movies that I missed. Uh, but uh, let's There's start. a lot of great stuff in a decade. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Train to Busan's maybe my favorite zombie movie ever made. Uh, Westworld Until came out. Until Army of the Dead comes out, I'm sure. Train to Busan will continue to be my <laughs> favorite zombie movie <laughs> ever made. Westworld started <laughs> in 2016. AI robots uh, going crazy. Robot apocalypse. I wow, love it. Oh,
0: 2016.
1: Yeah. Um, Overwatch came out in 2016. Oh, God, Overwatch. We've all played Overwatch. We have. We have. Uh, Sans brain. No, I haven't. Uh, but we've played Overwatch together yes, sometimes. We, we, we had a pretty good run one night. We... Um, 2016, I didn't watch it in 2016, but My Hero Academia came out. And as someone who loves superheroes uh, and is a little late to the party, uh, that's one of my favorite animes. My Hero Academia came out in 2016? Yep. Holy shit. Well, I mean, you know, like three years, three seasons. I started watching it this year. Yes. I think I... Did I... I don't remember. But I, w- I watched most of it in 2019. Holy shit. Uh, but it came out that year. Um, And then that's it for 2016. Why don't you guys go? Because I only have two more years left. All right. All right. Sparkles. All right. Uh, I'm going to wrap all the way up close to 10,
4: and then I'll run through my honorables real quick. So at number 12 is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Incredible Spider-Man. That's, in my, that's really in my 2018. I'm actually yeah. really
0: surprised it's that low.
4: Uh, t- I had to fight f- yeah. for some things. So fight Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Ended up where it ended up. Um, It just did. Uh, And above that, maybe arguably undeservingly, but it, it's it's representing more, is uh, Jessica Jones season one. Hell yeah, that's um, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Jessica Jones season one for me is, uh, Daredevil started the Marvel Netflix trend, but Jessica Jones cemented it mm-hmm. and opened the door for comic adaptations on television. Uh, this, uh, I think without Daredevil season one and Jessica Jones season one landing the way it did, we wouldn't have things like Deadly Class and The Boys and Legion and Jessica! all these things that came after. I think that that's what opened the door for it. Again, Come another man, one Jessica? of those like- created a huge change in the industry. Yeah, Um, uh, that's to this day my favorite season. Yeah, so I'm gonna give full credit to that time in Marvel Netflix and I'm giving it to Jessica Jones season one. Season three came out last year. So I'm gonna run through these (laughs) honorables. Uh, If any of you have questions about it, I'll stop and talk about it. Otherwise, I'm just gonna spill them out.
1: Spill it. Uh, Fury 7,
4: I'm giving in honorables specifically for its handling of Paul Walker's passing. That's how you do do it. That is incredible. That's how you do it. It's an incredible thing. That film will always be incredible for the way it handled that. Uh, Rick and Morty. CJJ Abrams, it can be done. (laughs) Giving (laughs) it to Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. Uh, Honorables Upgrade.
1: Yes. Yeah, Upgrade. Forgot Upgrade. Shit.
4: Girl Meets World. Because I never thought Boy Meets World would ever come back in any form. And I can't believe that happened. And I can't believe it was good. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love love Girl Meets Meets World. I have a show like that we'll talk about too. I will give it. uh, I will give an honorable to Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk specifically. I love him. (laughs) He is. Killer, just killer. Perfect, Perfect casting. Perfect casting. I like uh, talking fantastic. like Fantastic. Sure have a damn Emmy. Honorable to the Crudes, to Community, <laughs> <laughs> Crudes, to Neon Demon, mm-hmm. Nicholas Winding Uh huh. To Hannibal. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. To Black Lightning. Yeah. Because Black Lightning is a show that deserves far more credit than it's getting for being so darn good. Uh, Mad Max: Fury Road. Whoop whoop. Inside Out, Whoop whoop. Whoa, My Hero Academia, Hell Yeah, Paper Towns, a novel by John Green, the novel, not the movie, the novel, not the movie, got it. The novel is uh, possibly one of my favorite novels ever written, and um, that came out in this decade. It's incredible. I wish I. It's a book I wish I could have read when I was younger than I was when I when I did. Right. And my last honorable, I'll mention, is to Shin Godzilla. Farts. Yeah. All right. Shin Godzilla Godzilla. is incredible. Uh, I really wanted to put it up there, but there were just too many other things that that I felt needed to go up. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Ben. So the next
2: one I have on my thing is my top five comic book movies of the decade. And... Avengers Endgame. No. Well, actually, Infinity War Endgame because I'm playing those as one whole cohesive... That one I'll allow. Because that's one whole cohesive film. That's at number five. It's just flat out awesome.
1: It's a 6-hour long movie.
2: Yeah, but it's also it takes everything that <laughs> we have taken from the past MCU films and squishes it into a grand finale. Especially with Infinity War with Thanos winning and then Endgame was just I am inevitable. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Uh number 4, Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Hell
1: yeah. I freaking yeah. love Guardians of the
3: Galaxy. They got my it dick is, message.
2: It's it's so funny. Just everything about Guardians well, of the Galaxy. I don't believe anybody's a complete asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dick. But not an asshole. And also, yeah. and also, just the fact when he puts on his headphones and you hear
0: do 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 do. I doo, still think doo. "Come Get Your Love" is the most memorable sequence from that movie. Yeah. yeah. But everyone came out singing "Hooked on a Feeling," and I was like, "Come get your love." It's it was in the trailers yeah, too, I though. I thought it was on the trailer. Yeah.
2: And also, when we went to Comic Con and we saw all that stuff, and we hear "Ooh, got Ooga. "Ooh, got." It's a good Ooga. trailer. It's a great trailer. <laughs> hey, we've been filming for ten days, so here's a trailer. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh number 3 is Scott per- Snyder.
0: Yeah, we've only been filming
4: for 6 months. We don't really have anything. James Gunn. 10 days. Here you Scott go. Scott Snyder? Yeah. Don't C- don't, m- Snyder? don't you dare do that. Don't, Come don't. and get your love is basically the singing in the rain sequence of our generation.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And yeah, also
2: and also. Right. and also we are group makes everyone cry. Yeah. Still look at you. He, <laughs> yeah. he
3: might have been your
1: your your, your father, but That's he wasn't two. your daddy. That's true. No, I know, but that makes me cry way more. Oh well, yeah,
2: uh number 3 is Avengers. The I first Avengers that. film—that's just that whole, yeah. the all the heroes coming together in a te- proper team-up film was just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Number two, Logan. Logan. God damn. We were
0: just talking about Logan doesn't get the the, the discussions it deserves. Yeah, it we were.
2: We were. Yeah. Logan is just Logan. God damn. That's all I have to say. And uh, my personal favorite, and my Patrick Stewart deserves an award for that. He role. does. Holy Logan. shit. Number one, comic book movie of the entire decade. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. It's a goodie. It's a good game. That is a comic book. It's a good game. It's not a film. good game. It's it looks a like game. a good game, but it's it, a good uh, movie. That is a comic book film that is a uh, amazing adaptation. It is funny. It has heart. It to me it has everything that a great comic book movie should be. It takes the cake. It is just downright beautiful. <laughs>
1: Shut this up, Gladys. Yeah, I uh, I mentioned it on the last podcast that we did, but I watched it again over Christmas break for the first time since I saw it in theaters the mm-hmm. la- la- last year. And that movie is is truly exceptional in yeah. every single way. Yeah. Like I was looking for faults. Like wh- where's the bad?
3: There is. There isn't an is any. none. There isn't any. <laughs>
1: and I still I still laughed so hard. It's like almost a throwaway line, but it's Aunt May going, "Oh great, it's live." Yeah. <laughs> then that makes me laugh because they used to be best friends. They used to be friends. Yeah. That's what the implication is. Yeah.
2: Liv is p- so cool. P- some people have said, it's like, oh, there's no perfect movie. I'm like, no. It's called this, into The spider This is one.
0: I got a perfect movie on my list, but we'll get to it.
2: But yeah, so Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, it's my absolute favorite, and I think the, the best comic book film of the entire decade.
0: Nice. Um, that's, prob- how, that's probably true.
4: Yeah. Notice how no DC film made that my list. <laughs> Aww, oh, rip. <laughs> oh. There weren't a lot of good ones this decade. There weren't. Yeah. It's certainly not competitively good ones yeah.
0: um, Shazam almost made I'll be honest I like Shazam a whole hey, lot Hey
4: I had a lot of old Shazam
2: I Not
0: got one on my list um, Alright I bet I know what it is Let's take bets um it's versus Superman? <laughs> I was wrong ah! <laughs> um, This is the worst timeline So we're going to do a comics list now Oh yeah uh, baby uh, all right. So this year, so this is actually really hard for me because this was also the year that I just got into comics. The de- oh, sorry, the decade that I got into comics. I started getting into comics shortly before the New Fifty Two. Yeah, me too. Um, like really hardcore. I read some of the the the. the the ones you get at the racks at the
1: grocery stores. I've been in the comics my whole life, but also when the new 52 was about to start is when I started buying comics for myself. Hey, yeah. Com- I got a pull list. 52 was when I started buying... Boy, quickly. did they pull
4: a joke on all Jesus of us. Jesus Christ. I also read a lot of Marvel, so it helped.
2: <laughs> no, I was getting Sonic books. Uh, there are times my grandmother bought me subscriptions to random books, and then whenever I could, I would go to, to Borders and Barzello and buy graphic novels. But comic books just like the regular comic books that we know today was because of this decade and the damn New 52 you sons of bitches you got me that's
1: good stuff so, so now there is good stuff and I'm going uh, Court of Owls one, w- one of the things. things all of Batman Wonder Woman yeah Swamp Thing Animal Man
0: oh oh god that's Thing. this is run.
1: good stuff in the New 52 oh man and Animal
0: Man's
4: so good yeah Animal yeah,
0: Man and so I will say w- one thing now this is a little bit of a cheat because the series was a- was on the way out by the time the New 52 started so it did start before in the previous decade but it was such a formative a uh, comic I know what run it is. for my for me, it just shaped my interest in comic books. It's Green Lantern by Geoff yep. Johns. I need this. Uh, just his entire run of Green Lantern is 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 such an influential run for me. It is to me the it, it's such an important run to me. It's a, it's such it's the Green Lantern run.
1: Blackest mm-hmm. Night was the first hardcover I ever bought.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm currently rebuying the series in complete collections, and it's so cool to revisit all those. If only you
1: can get rid of one of those names. Yeah, one of those right. Artist right? names. Yeah. Such, but a cool. he was such a good artist on that. Cover. He I is probably. a good artist, oh, but oh. he's an ass. Oh,
0: I didn't yeah. know. Oh, I did
2: yeah, not realize. It's, it's no. uh, 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 sh- to go on the, to if I may vamp on Black as Night for a hot sure. second, um, the book's dope, dude. Or just on Jeff John's Necron, journal, dude. Necron, uh, dude. Zombie
1: Batman, dude. Yeah.
2: All I really knew about um, Jeff John or Green Lantern was from Justice League, the cartoons. Yeah. So when you told me, like, hey, you should read these Hal Jordan books. I freaking fell in love with Jeff Johns writing. Johns is the reason why Hal Jordan is my favorite great yeah.
1: he also like Blackest Night is the event that helped DC like get a little more popular in the comics. Like yeah. that was such a monumental yeah. event. Popular, <laughs> popular, Excellent. popular. It's such a monumental event. No.
2: Brandon loaned me all the <laughs> trades go up to Blackest Night, and Re- I Rebirth. Well, and I also think it became a bit of a.
0: Um, not, not I also I also think he he. John's at the end, nails it. Yeah. I think the the ending of his entire run is incredible.
2: Yeah, but also it became a bit of a joke because I was in Romeo and Juliet when you loaned me the books, Brandon. I was doing that uh, show when we were in college and I instantly, Romeo, p- Romeo. yeah, everyone knew me as the comic book guy because every time Romeo. when I wasn't on stage rehearsing, I was in the green room reading a Green Lantern book. It is the nice. East,
0: but Juliet is the South. So, So, yeah, so... Um, I think Jeff Johns Green Lantern run ends very well. It, it, some of the arcs are, don't always hit, but it was such a formative run for me. It was just. <laughs> I boring. will
1: say that uh, pre New Fifty Two, I like almost all of it. Post New Fifty Two, there's a couple runs where I'm like, eh, it's not, it's not what it used to be. I like the first of the Red Lantern run. No, but there was, was like Rage of the First
0: Lantern. So like the Wrath of the First Lantern is his last arc, and I actually really like that. Arc. Okay, I, I, I remember think thinking it's just like fine. Rise, Rise of the Third Guardian, Rise of the Third Army is not a good arc. Yes, and it it shouldn't even have been an arc. Yeah, um, DC kind of forced that into being an event. Uh, but the real event was Wrath of the First Lantern. Mm-hmm. And that, I think the Wrath of the First, La- First Lantern really nails it.
1: I do think his final issue, like issue 20, yeah. which is like the I- encompassing issue for everything, yeah. was an extremely strong issue. I just think like post-New 52, the run was not the same. No,
0: it's, that's true. Um, he had to change a lot, but by the time he got to the end he was just like, I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, so th- the Indigo Tribe, when we find out who the Indigo Tribe are, that's a really good arc, I think. Um, so I really like that book. Oh yeah. We're going to put uh, Claus. Klaus, sorry. Okay. Graham Morrison's Klaus on this. I Dan think has been a, such a, such a great, such a great uh, book for me. It's a great discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, saga. Yeah.
3: Hell yeah, baby.
0: Uh, we don't really talk a lot about saga on this podcast because it doesn't need it. It nope. doesn't need the publicity because that book is incredible, but I had to put it on there because it is the only book that has been on my poll list since the beginning. I have, it's the only book I've not taken off my poll list. um, since I started my poll list and oh, uh, I'll, I'll
1: bring that up for me. Um, I did not put, I dropped Saga after a while just because like, I started collecting it in, in trades. But Jason Aaron's Thor run ended, uh, uh like at the beginning of this year, yeah. and I didn't realize I have been collecting his Thor run since 2011 yeah so I have I think every single issue of his Thor run that's awesome. which is not just the one series it's multiple series multiple events like annuals like I I might have more Thor than any other comic and I didn't even realize yeah it. wow like it's cool to think like oh wow I have I have seven years of a comic
0: yeah yeah it's amazing and so, so Saga was such a was like the one of the biggest book I got I got into at the time and it's such an incredible book um, I miss it it's on hiatus it was, it's on a it went on a year-long hiatus a year and a half ago yeah, yeah. he's busy um so I, I I love the book so much
1: Saga is like the one comic that you can give to almost anybody and it's so like oh what's a good comic to read Saga because it's Romeo and Juliet in space it's easy to understand oh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the love you feel between the characters is real like and all the robots such a dope character
0: all the characters are so good um the the ghost babysitter I forget yes name. oh um, oh god uh, the arcs are, the arcs are always heartbreaking oh yeah they always end sad <laughs> uh I love that book so very much. Yeah. Um DC Universe Rebirth. Okay. was was I I I put this one on there because uh much like Star Wars the Last Jedi it got me very excited for the future of DC Universe of the DC Universe. I was very excited about where the where the DC Universe could go. Um it's disappointed me in some places, and it's got me excited in other places still, but that that initial excitement, that initial cry when Wally West comes back, that's so emotional. That issue so is an incredible issue, yeah. 100%.
1: Yeah. yeah, I
0: think that that, that issue is incredible. Um, two more. Sorry. I, I did six Dude, I want to talk about comics all day, baby. Sunstone.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do not talk about Sunstone nearly enough on the show, uh, because... <laughs> Look, it's a smut. Sexy. So it's a smut comic. Yes, it is. Um but it's a great smut comic I adore with a lot of I r- I started reading that comic uh after my breakup with uh who's i name. Last fan. And it it has such a profound effect on me. I read all 5 volumes, all 4 volumes at the time. It's such a profound effect on me. It was it it, it, it it's so much more than a smut comic. It, it's 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 a story about two people who don't realize they're in love, falling in love. And they just can't admit it to themselves because they're like, this can't it can't be possible. I'm it's not in love. Geralt and Yennefer, mm. and it, it's so good, it's so good, it's so wonderful. And you can see Stepan Sajic grow as a, as a writer and an artist as the book progresses. And then finally, my favorite book of all time uh, was th- what published this decade, Godzilla: The Half Century War. That's a hell yeah. of a comic. That book is incredible. It's a uh, good comic. Uh, that's my favorite book of all time. Such a beautiful, loving tribute <laughs> mm-hmm. to. Godzilla. Um, yeah, that's my comics.
4: Nice. I love it. That is a great list of comics, Brandon. It is. Thank you. Yeah. It's going to be a long time to figure that one
1: out. Having Shoot. to distill down a decade is hard. Yeah, it is. So, guys. Luna. We are... Go lay down. Top three Luna of the years. Go lay down. Will she, su- will she submit? Who knows? Find out in the number two spot. Do it. Do it. Unlimited water sprays. All right, guys. Let's talk about 2017. That was a that was a hot uh now three years ago. Twenty seventeen is my best year for entertainment besides twenty nineteen. And let me tell you why. A little movie called Blade Runner Twenty Forty Nine yeah. directed by my boy Danny Villeneuve. He he conducts a movie every single year, and I didn't put it on the list, but every single year those movies are sensational. And read Blade Runner twenty forty nine, a sequel to a movie that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted a Blade Runner sequel if if Ridley wasn't attached. Even if he was attached, nobody wanted it. But I think he found a way to um, build on the world-building of of the past being in the future now, but also improve on the ideas that ridley Scott set up. Um, there's a lot of back and forth between, like, oh, is Deckard uh, uh, Harrison Ford, is he a replicant? This movie shows why he can't be a rec- replicant because it kind of ruins the whole point of the movie, of the first movie, where he's a dude who's acting like a robot, where the robot serial killer has more life than this actual human being. Well, but... So uh- if
0: one of the things I really like about it. Sorry, it's no, yeah, go ahead. One of the things I really like about Blade twenty forty nine is that it doesn't try to even answer the question. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't even bring it up. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the thing. Like when uh, when Jared Leto is like, um,
1: you know, do you know what's real or what? And he's just like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Which is even which is the best answer. Yeah. But I think that is such a such a visually striking movie. Uh, with with its colors and its set design, and a great Harrison Ford performance, and, a, and actually, yeah, Harrison Ford is really trying. Ryan Gosling is giving this insane performance as a robot, like trying to hold back the emotions that he's feeling. Uh, it has one of my favorite old peop- like uh, uh, CGI model face characters, like uh, uh, with Rachel, who is a ma- who's a character from the first movie. When they bring her in. Uh, that that shocked me because I didn't think they were going to go for it and they do it in such a beautiful way where it doesn't feel cheap it feels earned and what happens is that character is also really sad yeah. uh, I love that movie because I love Blade Runner and uh, over time I wouldn't be surprised if I liked this movie even more than the original I think Blade Runner twenty forty nine is really good it's, Sparks it's amazing this movie it came out this year so we're going to talk about it actually no I'll, I'll save it for you never mind um, let's go on to something no, else no go ahead uh, it's Logan Logan came out in 2017 oh, of course uh, Logan is the best X-Men movie hands down yeah and uh, it's it is a it is nothing like the comic, which is a good thing because that comic is cool in some parts, but it's also really weird and gross in other parts. Uh, I, but it takes the core aspect of Wolverine as a guy who doesn't get hurt and like nothing phases him, and now he's at a point where everything phases him.
4: I I remain angry that it can't be nominated for screenplay because it's uh, adapted. It's barely it has the,
1: the word Logan in it. That's about the extent. Yeah,
0: honestly, it's it, it has to be adapted because just as a comic,
4: book,
1: it's a comic book. No, actually. I under I understand yeah. I
4: understand why, but it it cheapens the fact that they created the entire narrative yeah. f- from themselves. Yeah. This is not an adaptation of a comic book. They this is not when someone makes Twelve Years a Slave yeah. from a book into a film. This is this is wholly original, and it's yeah. sad that they don't get the credit that they deserve for creating that story. I agree,
1: and yeah, uh, and like the, the like the maturity that this movie has. While still being based off a comic book, like it, it like it, this is gonna sound like sh- like shitty, but like co- a lot of comic books are movies, and then you have like film. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, there are some movies where like there's a distinction of like, oh, this is like. Would you say? cinema sure <laughs> i'll say that i i i, I don't want to start a rabbit hole but like some movies are fun popcorn movies and then some movies are like oh wow this has actual depth and meaning behind it instead of just a, uh, a fun thing at the blockbuster movies there are different types it's of cinema it, yeah, yeah there's different types of there's yeah. different genres this is the of genre films. yes i think logan is is incredibly mature and intellectual and it it's it's still a crazy action movie, but like Logan has never had more emotion than in this movie. That like He never feels more here. human.
0: That opening sequence where he just rips apart a bunch of kids. Yeah. Well, that's oh, when yeah. I knew, like, oh, it's our movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, his arms are getting sliced off. First right. word he says. Ugh. Yeah, so, uh, Sparks, when we moved in together, mm-hmm. we started a beautiful journey together. I know where this is going. That introduced you to my favorite show, mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. That's true. 2017. Tw- literally 25 years after Laura Palmer said it in the show, "I'll see you in 25 years," the sequel show comes out, uh, and I know you like it a little bit. I, I honestly should have put it in my honorables. That's okay; it, it's mm-hmm. a lot of things came out. Um, I have a now I have a Twin Peaks tattoo. Uh, Twin Peaks: to Return might be my favorite television show of all time, next to It's Always Sunny. But that's been running for 15 years, and it's a comedy. They're very different shows, but The Return is such an odd show, and it is it is so oddly paced. There's an entire episode that's just about the birth of evil that takes place inside of a nuclear bomb. Yeah, I'm not joking. Um, it is so out there, and it doesn't answer your questions. Like, oh, I, oh, I, oh, we introduced this scene to you? Don't worry about it. Just forget about it. And then maybe it'll show up later. Maybe it'll never show up again. And that's just, you got to deal with it. I,
4: I really wish I'd thought to put that somewhere on my list because I think about the ending of that show all the time. Yeah. And like it's probably the best ending of a television show. There's course. a
1: four-hour documentary on YouTube that I started about just all of Twin Peaks and what it means, and like just like the deep dive of like for like much like um, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. There's a lot of people who interpret things for decades. People have been interpreting Twin Peaks. Now that the sequel show come out, there's more interpretation. So there's so much fan, much like Hawksbox. There's so much fan community around the show of like what does this mean? Because we're not getting the answers, and that's so much more fun than giving us the answers because david lynch is truly a guy we're like i'm gonna give you exactly what you need and it's not enough it will never be enough and i hope that satisfies your brain because it satisfies my brain uh i think one more thing on 2017 brandon it's called near automata yeah yeah real quick this is a tell a, me about near automata again so guys <laughs> there's these robots now um uh, it's just it's a game much like my Spec Ops of ASMR, much <laughs> like Spec Ops: The Line, where it subverted all my expectation of what the game was and what it's about, and how th- this is about a bunch of robots and a bunch of clones. But it's the most human video game like Westworld I've ever played. The ending is the most impactful moment in a video game for me, uh, because it asks you to do something to help the community of video gamers. And I'll just say it, I don't care, because like it's, th- it's three years away. the The end of the game asks you, hey. Um, it's this final boss battle and like, hey, you can't beat it alone. Do you want to get help from the community? And you'll say yes and then all these people come and help you beat this boss. When you beat the boss, that's go- the game goes, hey, that's great. Now, to help other people, you have to give up your save file and delete your save file to give your life to the next player playing this game to help them move the cycle past on, right? So you have to actually delete your save game and start the game all over if you want to play it again to help someone who helped you. And I found that... That's like the fifth ending to the game, though. That's the 27th ending of the game. Um, <laughs> I found that so so like shocking, and I've never seen this type of... Except for Death Stranding, believe it or not, and it's not one of my favorite games, but they do something similar, where it brings in the community in such a way that I've never seen before, and it actually makes this community tied together without ever actually meeting each other. And I, and I think about that ending all the time, and it's why I don't think I can ever play that game again, because it the ending is is such such way where it's like you finish the game and that's it this is it and you you move you should move on and i think that's very bold and very powerful so nier automata is not just my favorite game of 2017 it, it's one of my top 10 games of all time awesome yeah and then I'll just go 2018 because it's a lot of things we all talked about. We talked about Spider Verse. Yeah, uh, Heredit- Hereditary came out in 2018. That's my that's slowly moving up to my favorite horror movie of all time, if not one of my favorite movies. Um, God of War and Spider Man <laughs> came out. We talked about those. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, Haunting of woo, Excuse me, Haunting of Hill House. Uh, directed by Mike Flanagan, who did Duck to Sleep this year. I think that is an exceptional horror show that constantly builds up on the scares and has something new to, if you watch it again, there's ghosts hidden everywhere. There's one episode where it's almost one shot that is so beautiful, and he's currently filming the sequel show right now, uh, which makes me really excited. 2018 was a banger year, you guys. That yeah, is baby. my decade.
4: All right. All right. Nice. All right. Let's rack up my last 10. Rack it up, baby. Okay for the decade at number 10 is Hamilton. The show. The show Hamilton, cool. which changed Broadway shows forever, forever. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Uh All of it. the way that Hamilton has changed our culture is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh music culture, the Broadway culture, everything related to theater. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Hamilton deserves its due credit for that. Yeah. Um insanely good show. Uh Lin Manuel Miranda is nothing short of genius. True. Um, at number nine, this is another one of those where it's more representative
1: of something changing. But uh, I'm go ahead. I, f- I forgot one, but you go, go ahead. With, no, okay. go ahead. I wrote I wrote Power Rangers down in 2017, and it's not yeah. one of it's not one of my favorite movies. But I just watched the video real special. a video about how important that movie mm-hmm. is one for for having a main character who's autistic and not do and not doing it in like yes. a negative way. Um, I think that movie rules. And I think the first like two-thirds of it, before it becomes a Power Rangers movie, is an exceptionally well-made character movie. So I when agree. you do get to the Power Rangers stuff, even though the CGI and the fight isn't as great, I'm actually invested in these characters, which is I never thought would happen in a Power Rangers movie. So I just want to give that movie credit, because I think a lot of people are slowly going to realize that movie's much better than... It, it didn't get a chance. I think it deserves a chance. That's all. Yeah. No, I agree. Solid. Um, so uh, I'm
4: giving the ninth spot to Zootopia. Hell yeah! Uh, it is... The film I'm choosing to represent a massive change that happened in Disney animation. Um, if you remember they ended going racism. into this uh, decade, <laughs> um, Disney animation was not doing so hot. It turned around really in 2009 with Princess and the Frog, which is what I would give the credit to for being the first one to do this. Uh, but th- in 2010, Tangled comes out and it comes out in the new animation style they decide <sighs> to keep. Tangled. And that rolls on over to have films like Moana and Wreck-It Ralph, all fantastic films. I'm going to wreck it. I love Wreck-It Ralph. Disney's modern renaissance happened in this decade. It did. Um, It got away from the pitfalls of things like Chicken Little and Home on the Range and started actually being a powerhouse again. Home on the rage. But I'm giving it to Zootopia I because it Tangled. is crazy. It is crazy that we have a kids movie that deals with prejudice in the way that it does. And that I don't even think we have seen the effects of kids who in about seven years are going to be closer to teenagers and talking about how much Zootopia helped change their perspective of what prejudice can be. I hope that's, that's yeah. true. And I think that's awesome. So I'm giving the ninth spot to Zootopia. Number eight is Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that movie. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, because I think that The Last Jedi really opens up the imagination for everybody for what Star Wars can be, and I cannot wait for the people who are younger than us who saw The Last Jedi to write Star Wars stories in 15, 20 years. Hell yeah. Because I think those stories are going to be dope.
0: It was so strange to me that when people were just like, when people defend the Rise of Skywalker, even before people were de- were uh, attacking the Last Jedi, would people just like, well, Ryan Johnson didn't leave anywhere J. J. for J. James to go, so of course he's got to do such. He and left such. everywhere, everything. Mm-hmm. There was so much potential at the end of the Last Jedi.
1: Can you imagine, like, like Ryan Johnson is the one guy from like the last generation, but the next generation we're gonna have like twenty. <laughs> Yeah, I
4: yeah. can I cannot wait. I'm I'm so I'm so pleased that that movie opens up your mind. I think it's just as inspiring as the originals. Hell yeah, yeah I agree. Hell yeah. Uh, at, on a film level, number seven goes to Coco. Yeah. I think uh, that movie's dope as Ernesto hell. Ernesto de la Cruz. It has so much of what I love about that kind of family story. Uh, I'm in love with Coco. I have not you can't seen- can't say enough good things about it. You haven't seen Coco?
2: No, I have seen it. Um, I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters, because mm-hmm. I know if I watch it, if I watch the Blu- Blu-ray, or even on Disney Plus with Fanny-
1: Don't be afraid to cry, Ben. That's, I, one of the, that's why. That's one of the only Pixar movies cry. that I didn't see in theaters, and I saw it with my previous roommates in- I was bawling, and yeah. I didn't expect it. I was, yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. I, holy shit! I was beautiful. <laughs> <crying>. <laughs> I
2: was sobbing. What he was seeing the world is me, familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that me, hurt. That well, hurt. It, it tugged at my heartstrings so damn. Hard. At the end, the of the, at
0: at the, end of the, the movie, end? we all we all saw it together. Sparks and a bunch of friends of ours, and we all just turned to each other and just go, "Are we all crying?"
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes.
2: Seriously, Pixar.
4: (laughs) We're a bunch of grown men and women all bawling their eyes out. And then, and then, like, the credits are rolling through, and we are crying. Yeah. And then it does the whole, our, uh, uh, Families and our loved ones, and it shows all the real people in their photos yeah. and the animals and stuff. Aww. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Coco's <laughs> See, incredible.
2: Stop making me cry, Pixar. Damn.
4: Uh, spot number six for the decade, I'm giving to Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour, the final book in the Scott Pilgrim series. Damn, book that was the decade? Yeah. Yes, it came out the same year as the film. Damn. Yeah, Uh, it's part of the reason why the film doesn't have a lot that's taken from that book, which is why it misses some of the narrative arc of what Brian Lee O'Malley was telling with the characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour, uh, I discovered Scott Pilgrim at that time when that book came out, when the movie came out, and that's when I got through all the books, and those books are some of my favorites of all time. They are so representative of things that I love and that I seek out in storytelling. And the way that Brian Lee O'Malley handles the conclusion of Scott and Ramona's story is so inspired and well done. And what I love about it is the way that Scott has to acknowledge that he's a shitty person and needs to change. And uh, I think that's just executed. And he sticks the landing in every way on volume six. So I'm putting it in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Number five is going to It Follows. That's a good uh, one. One of my favorite horror films coming out of this decade. I'm giving it to It Follows because this decade was defined by another ho- modern renaissance. It's a modern horror renaissance. When we were coming into this decade, the big horror thing was writing out the uh, uh, shaky cam found footage films because Paranormal Activity and there was success. a lot of remake. They, they remade
1: Nightmare and Friday yes. the 13th. and wreck. Yeah quarantine yeah
4: yep. uh yes uh i feel like uh the modern horror renaissance really started in 2011 with james wan's insidious mm-hmm. that set a new tone of what horror movies were going to be but that was still in like the jump scare genre it follows was the first that i feel like really kicked open the door for like okay but what if it's a film just about like the fear of tension and slow burning emotional states rather than about making you, surprising you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would lead to films like Hereditary and Get Out, which I think are some of the best horror films made in the past 30 years. So uh, the modern horror renaissance is incredible. That was an incredible thing to see happen. I can't wait to see where it's going, but we have so many great films that have come out because of it. But I'm giving credit to It Follows for trying to show that horror movie can be more than what it had been for the past decade before. My number four spot goes to Logan. Logan. Yeah. Uh, I think Logan is incredible. I think Logan is a film that should be dissected more than it is. And I hope that it gets discussed more in film classes and that more people take lessons from it. Yeah. Because it's such a well-crafted film. I was saying to Brandon and Ben earlier that I wish Logan was talked about in deep analysis on Twitter the way that The Last Jedi is. Yeah, right. But it's because there's no pushback on Logan. Everybody just agrees it's great. So nobody's like really talking about, hey, guys, by the way, Logan is like really, truly great. Uh, but Logan gets my number four spot. Yo,
1: yeah, man, and I love X twenty three in the comics mm. so much, and like to get like a really awesome origin of that character, and like maybe we'll never see that again really bums me out.
0: Right. Mm. I'm actually really sad we're never gonna see Daphne King as that character yeah. again. Yeah.
4: Agreed. I really want to watch her in his dark materials. <laughs> me too. Yes. Um my number three spot goes to the Return of Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> which happened in this decade. Hell yeah. Toriyama came back and killed. I wrote it, it on here, it
1: came out in twenty 20- four. Fifteen.
4: Yes, Dragon Ball came back in such a massive way, and what a wonderful thing it is. I couldn't be happier, guys. True. I'm so pleased. This
1: was a decade to bring back Dragon Ball. I love it. <laughs> and we got a great, great fighting game out of it, too. DBC yeah. Fighters. Oh, man. And such uh, a good movie. In
4: yeah. the number two spot, it started in 2010, Adventure Time. I was going to oh, put that, too. Adventure mean, yeah. Time and dovetailing into Steven Universe as a lot of the creative forces came out of Adventure Time and went over to Steven Universe, yeah. uh, which is also an excellent show. They kicked off the cartoon revolution. Ugh. Cartoons got stupid good this decade they and Adventure did. Time was the beginning of it Hell where yeah. they realized, oh, we don't have to talk down to kids and we can tell like complex stories that carry over narrative arcs of several episodes. I can't believe how great Adventure Time is and they stuck the landing on it. I can't believe how great Steven Universe and so many of the other cartoons that have followed and instead have been both on Cartoon Network and Disney
1: Channel and other
0: sources this is why you wanted to start that show you talked about it's true Uh, true.
1: a couple years ago like a couple actually I forget how how old I'm getting now many years ago like when it first started the first couple years of Adventure Time I would watch that show it would be the show I had on the background oh same the first three absolutely the first three seasons I watched endlessly endlessly and then I, I I fell off for reasons
4: it's worth returning to oh yeah Go all the way through Adventure Time. It's coming back on HBO. Yes, it's coming back on HBO, but the uh, the ending of Adventure Time was so good. Um, That whole show is incredible. I'm so glad for everything that it inspired and that it opened the doors, and in many ways opening the door for Gravity Falls as well. Yeah. Um, So I'm so pleased with that. I
2: mean, not just Gravity Falls, but also some great shows like... I thought regular I, when I first heard a regular show, where I regular saw pictures show, yeah. of it. I thought it was dumb, and then I sat down and watched a few episodes. And I was like, it's great. This is great. Uh, this is amazing.
4: This is great cartoon. You could list almost every show on Cartoon Network that has come out since Adventure Time, and they've all been like pick, picking up the baton and carrying on chowder. And then uh, things oh, like man, things like Star vs. the Force of Evil. And I don't think Disney would have the confidence to make things like Tangled and the Big Hero Six show that carry on with these strong narratives that overlay into the next episode and continue on a continuous story. If Adventure Time hadn't set in stone this is a good idea yeah, yeah so I agree. what an incredible decade for Ooh, cartoons yeah. mm-hmm. and finally the number one spot goes to marvel studios nothing to find the decade more no, no. nothing to find the decade more in popular culture than marvel studios yeah. i could not pick like a singular film or a singular moment marvel studios ruled this decade absolutely really did Undeniably. Even
1: though it didn't it didn't bring in comic book readers, it turned the regular person into a comic book fan. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It changed nerd culture. It changed our culture entirely. Pop culture. For the for good and different. bad. Yeah. Because many, many movies try to serialize themselves. I, and it uh, didn't I work agree. And I agree. But Marvel I, the, Studios. The,
0: the effects are the effects are absolutely good and bad. Uh, Disney's success probably would have happened otherwise. Uh, Disney also dominated ver- uh, at least the back end of oh, this for decade. for sure, for sure. But uh, Marvel Studios, from the start of the decade to the end of the decade, I mean, domination.
4: Disney, because Disney Animation came back, too, yeah. this decade. So it had a whole lot going for it This in this decade. But yeah. Marvel Studios, if you had to pick
1: one single thing that defined this decade, Marvel Studios is oh, yeah. the hardest thing to beat because talked, it uh, is yeah. undeniable. We've talked a shit ton about Marvel movies all throughout the entire yeah. podcast. But like besides a few not great ones... They're all good to great movies. Right. Yeah. And that is that is a track record that no <laughs> studio has. No. Yeah. no studio has. Every I, Marvel, for for all of
2: us, essentially put nerds uh, in the spotlight. We, want, we now rule the world because of Iron Man, because of, every, of everything at the MCU yeah. or thank, Marvel thank Studios you, Tony. has done. And, and, and Big
4: Bang Theory is finally dead, so hopefully that idea of what yes! a nerd is <laughs> can finally oh, yeah. die. You
0: know what? The of Casuals can have the world. They can do nah, No, nah. nah, we're taking it.
2: <laughs> no, Essentially, we can now, I can now, I can now uh, go to, take, take my car to an auto shop, bust out my comic books and read them in public and not feel ashamed about it because of the Marvel Universe. Well, I mean,
1: when you have like a Captain America shirt at Target that mm-hmm. everybody just buys because, like, oh, I've seen a Captain America movie, it's not like, it's not so sec- like secluded as it used to be. Yeah. It well, is, it is. Popular. i don't i don't yeah.
4: have to explain to my girlfriend the difference between black widow and wonder woman yeah yeah, yeah. or how they're in different yeah. worlds literally 10
1: years ago like nobody nobody know who's a garden guardians of the galaxy are no that is truly one of the most like they're good books but like they're truly one of the most obscure comic book franchises and the fact that it's a billion dollar franchise and groot is a household name mm-hmm. that i the brothers i don't think could have done that <laughs> like holy shit that's crazy to me yeah yeah it's right, a main character for people, guys. Give, come on, that's crazy. Ben? Oh, yeah, I still have a list. Yeah? Uh,
2: my last one. Let's do it. It is video games. <gasps>
1: I like those.
2: Yep, my top five video games of the decade. The fir- These are the ones you have played. Yes, yeah, the ones I have played completely. <laughs> uh, number five is one that's actually very, very special to me, and I'll tell you why. It's The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds. That's a good game. And the reason why it's special to me, because when I got this game, I was in a bit of a... What you say a video game funk? Yes. Like um, did that come out in twenty nineteen? No, it came out twenty eighteen. Um, Breath of, uh, Link Between Worlds. Oh, sorry, the D- the three DS one. The three DS oh, game. Sorry, it's a couple years ago. Sorry. Um, at the time I got this game, I was like middling. Like I thought I was like, hey man, I do want a PS four, but I don't have. It's it was the whole. It was the time of my life where a whole bunch of things I was very uncertain of, and I was scared. And then finally one day I was with my mom and she bought me the game as a very belated birthday present. And I said, you know what? Okay, I'll just play it. And it was the first game that I could not put down in a very long time. It reignited my love of video games, reignited my love of the genre, made me dive headfirst into more video games, more um, being into the culture again. And if it wasn't for A Link Between Worlds, I probably would not be here today. Or at least with with you guys doing what we do. Yeah.
1: That's uh I that's a that, hell, that's a hell of a game. Like,
2: a lot of video games I would not have been. A lot of video games I played. A lot of video games I tried to play. It would not have been. I would not have touched if it wasn't for a Link Between Worlds. I tell
1: you, I as someone who consumes a lot of media, uh, sometimes you just get into a funk. You're like, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to have to play a game. Uh, and I was that way. Definitely the beginning of the decade, I consumed more media than everybody combined. And then the last couple of years, I've definitely slowed down because of my brain and whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, I really. I really want to focus on trying to do more stuff because there's so much entertainment that that yeah. needs to be discovered. I know.
2: So thank it was Leap Between Worlds that essentially saved me as a video gamer. I love it. Uh, number four, Batman: Arkham City.
1: Whoop
0: whoop! Hell yeah!
2: Goddamn, Batman: Arkham City is Rosalghul's so cool, you guys. Oh, Rosalghul, Raishalghul. Well, al- is amazing. The Sorry, Joker, it's Raish. Yeah, whatever. If who cares?
0: They have said it both.
2: They've Just said it the both. Story of Raisha's. The story, the gameplay, the
1: mechanics—probably
0: uh, the, the best. Hugo Strange. I was
1: gonna the, say the, the the twist of like you don't yeah. know what the plan is, and Hugo Strange is like, "Oh, I'm actually gonna blow up Gotham for Rachel Ghoul." Isn't that yeah. the isn't that the idea? That or is. Something? Yes. That is. That's sh- crazy.
2: Just and then the Joker. It just when Batman looks to the Joker when he's dying is like, "I, you know what's funny? I would have saved you." And the Joker
0: is like, and he dies. That is funny. And the Joker starts laughing. Yeah, yeah. and he dies.
2: Yeah. Doesn't he carry him? Right there. Yeah, yeah he yeah. carries him out. And Gordon's like, what happened, Batman? What happened? Everything about Arkham City is just absolutely amazing. Really
1: great side stuff, too. Like, oh. Arkham Knight has good side stuff, but I think Arkham City has, like, my favorite. Stuff. All,
0: the, all the um, all the detective work that you have to find, like, Hush. and yeah. Things like that. Yeah. All, g-
1: all cool stuff.
2: I mean, I do I do agree. Arkham Knight is a very fun game, but it's not Arkham City. Arkham City is, like, that. I think
1: it's, like, the perfected version of what they want to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Definitely. Uh number 3 Super Mario Odyssey for mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch. That game was, that game is just fun. That game is if there was a a spiritual successor to Super Mario 64, it would be Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii and then Super Mario Odyssey. I forgot Sunshine, bro.
0: Mm-hmm. People <laughs> like Sunshine. I know. People, people do like Sunshine, Sunshine. People
3: do like Sunshine. It's about sunshine. cleaning
2: the environment, bro. It's awesome. I know that. Hey, <laughs> it has a good message, but but what do you talk about Super Mario games a lot, especially with all like Odyssey it's, and Mario 64? It's a lower tier, I know. Yeah. But, hey, Mario Odyssey, it's an absolutely fun game. It's a co-op game. Fanny and I were playing that game together for hours. You could be a hat. Yeah, she was a hat. Mm-hmm. And she, there were times where she's like, I'm happy, bye.
4: Bye-bye.
2: Kind of quoting girlfriend reviews. It's a it's great game. I absolutely love finding games. Normally, collect-a-thon games, I'm kind of like, eh, but not Mario Odyssey. I'm like, no, let me try and figure this out. Hey, man, I, if the I game's wanna...
1: great enough, I'll collect everything. Yeah. Spider-Man, a good oh example. Oh, God, Spider-Man. The, I, I 100% of that game, because why wouldn't you? Son of a bitch, I forgot Spider-Man. Yeah, you just mentioned it. You're good. Yeah, uh, Number two, we
2: mentioned earlier, God of War. Yeah. yeah. How can we not? Boy. Holy shit, God of War. And take a wild guess of what my number one game is. Fire Emblem.
1: Breath of the Wild. Oh, Breath of the Wild. True. Breath of the
2: Wild. True that.
0: Sparks I, knows us so well.
2: Yeah. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. As much as um, as Leap Between Worlds saved me uh, to, to keep playing video games, Breath of the Wild blew me away and it was just phenomenal. Just like the stuff you could do. It's like, you can explore. You're supposed to explore. You're supposed to do the thing. It's My favorite type it's of like, game. It's like yeah, That rewards it's exploration. It's like yes, you can go try to beat to beat Gan to Death with a spoon. You're probably not going to do it, but you can try. Dude, I watched like a 30 minute speedrun of that game. It's yeah. insane. It is. But just this game. Normally, like big giant sandbox games like Grand Theft Auto. I'll play Grand Theft Auto. I love Grand Theft Auto. Like Grand Theft Auto Five. But Breath of the Wild is like, I want to know what's on the other side of that ridge. I want to know what's on the top of that mountain. I get
1: to the top of the mountain. Holy shit, there's a dragon. Yep. Holy shit, I saved a dragon. I mentioned it before, much like uh, like Skyrim in 2011 mm-hmm. was like, like this is what RPGs strive to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breath of the Wild has changed that. It's like, yeah. oh, you actually can climb anywhere. Yeah. You actually can go everywhere. Yeah. And Death, Death Stranding was very much inspired by that because you can do the same thing. I'm yeah. gonna say something really strange. Go for it. Uh, that
0: reminds me a lot of the Lego Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. The open okay. world in Lego Lord of the Rings is probably my favorite Lego open world. Do you play Marvel's Avengers one? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. but it's just New York. Yeah. Um, but like Lord of the Rings is, you could go throughout Middle Earth, and you can go to Mordor right away, or you could go to like it's it's very much in the similar vein. Like you could go wherever, wherever, even, even if the story is not yeah. prepared to oh, go, that's cool. to go yeah. that way. I didn't play those ones. I like the Lego Lord of the Rings a lot. They tried, the, they did the Hobbit, but they. Uh, they never made the third game. Uh, of course, it didn't. Yeah.
1: It sucks. You can argue they didn't make a third movie either.
0: <laughs> oh, what a fun, open-ended way to end your franchise. Yeah, yeah.
2: but Breath of the Wild. Oh, I can't say I can't talk enough about that game. That game is my personal favorite of the decade. It's a, it's beautiful and it's to me it is a perfect video game
1: it is a perfect video game i forgot i won i forgot one game i i talked about dark souls and i forgot the other dark souls game that i do want to talk about is bloodborne oh bloodborne i thought because i, I was bloodborne, wondering where it was yeah because I, I forgot i didn't want because i have so many things that i not i oh I just, for sure yeah. for sure um bloodborne is the opposite of a dark souls where dark souls it's you have a shield and a sword and you are very defensive and you are reacting to your enemy bloodborne is the opposite it is, no, you have to attack or you will die. When you, get a, when you get hurt, you can attack your opponent to gain your health back. So it is an offensive game, and it is so fast, and it is Lovecraft and werewolves and Victorian gothic shit. Uh, the further you get into the game, the spookier and more Lovecraft it gets. Uh, and it goes into some really cosmic, crazy places that a lot of people haven't seen because they haven't played the game that far. Because the game is sold as being a werewolf, like hunting werewolves game, but it turns into cults worshipping Lovecraft. And that game is phenomenal, and it's so fun. And you bought me Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Thank you. I will be playing that soon. But I want to dedicate time to that game, because that's a hard-ass game. Uh, and that's the game where I need to focus on. Uh, but Bloodborne, uh, next to Nier, is in Mass Effect. That's like, those are the three, baby. Nice. There we go. Um,
0: Lay it uh, on us, Brandon. So for my, for my best of the movies, I have a top ten. It was very difficult to get a top five. I tried. I really Dude, did. A, a decade. Dude, a decade is hard. I decade. That's why I have Real so many. quickly, honorable mentions I just wrote down. Dread, Game Night, Tangled, and Dragon Ball Super Broly.
1: All those all those are good.
0: Uh, Dread's an incredible movie. Game Night's one of the best big big box comedies ever. Yep. Uh, Tangled is my favorite Disney Princess film. Yep. And Dragon Ball Super Broly, as we mentioned on the Best of 2019, awakened my love of Drag- right. Dragon These Ball. These are all true. Uh so my top my top I'm gonna go from the bottom of the list, actually. From the bottom. Um Upgrade? Hell yeah. Upgrade made my top ten. Uh, I think that movie's incredible. Bad you haven't seen it yet, yeah, right? Nope. Okay. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, Michael yeah, oh, like a film. Uh, that movie is also really, really great. I love that. I love watching that movie. A movie I think about all the time, but sadly I haven't watched in a while because of how much it makes you cry. Made my top ten. About time. Oh my god! I didn't even
1: think about <laughs> is about that time. The Don Leeson Hale- movie. Yes, Bill Nye- Bill with Bill Nighy as his
4: dad and Rachel McAdams. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh! It's, it's truly me up all the way. It's so good. It's
0: so good it really messed my me up son. at the end my oh, dad
4: god <laughs> it's such a good movie i don't think anything's father and son hit you harder than that exchange no
0: no 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 oh my god i i i'm a i am a sweeping baby at the end of about time i think that movie is awesome yeah. uh the time travel mechanics look whatever but it's it's such a sweet movie it's such a good movie uh anyway about time spider-man into the spider-verse it's a goodie I think that's probably one of the best comic book movies ever made. Mm-hmm. True. Um, it was. Th- it was. It was. I really wanted to put that one on there because of how good it was. Um, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. I have completely turned around on this movie. It is a ten out of ten. It is a flawless
3: movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> oh, wouldn't go that uh, far. Truly
4: flawless. I wouldn't go I, that far. Here's
0: the thing. I, I I've I've i watched it. I've watched it a couple times mm-hmm. this year, uh, before and after Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker really traumatized me, <laughs> but I uh, was watching. But I was watching this movie, and like, yeah, all right, I, I understand a couple of the arcs aren't fully cooked. Like Finn and Rose's arc isn't really a fully cooked arc. But one thing happened to me. In one of my one of my favorite, one of my last tries uh, times watching it, like, I got Ray. I understood what the character is. I, yeah, I understand what that chara- what that character is doing. And it's something that, that eluded me the first and even second time I watched it. Like, finally watching it uh, again, I was like, oh, Rey is someone who's trying to avoid her destiny. Yes. She's trying to get everyone else to do her destiny for her. She, she wants
4: everyone to tell her where she's supposed to be. She w- she's, that's why she goes to Luke, because she doesn't know what yeah. to
0: do. Yeah, she goes to Luke, and she's like, you need to be Luke Skywalker. And then she, then Luke's not going to do that. She's like, oh, Kylo, you can do that for me, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, uh, I think of The Last Jedi. It, it is my favorite Star Wars movie it excites me about star wars to uh, more than any other movie broom boy um it it's such a hopeful movie and uh, what a ballsy way mm. to end a franchise mm. after
4: two movies <laughs> the <laughs>
0: um, dad speaks yeah <laughs> Um,
4: I I think uh, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, you know, I really do wish that thought that we said about The Rise of Skywalker that I wish that they'd had even just one more year because I realize I'm thinking about it because of the way films are made. They're very reactionary to what people were saying about The Last Jedi two years ago, which we've evolved our thinking. I think there's a lot more. I think a crew that was working on that movie would have realized they didn't need to pander so hard because there's been a lot more vocal outpouring since then of like, reinforcing that this is this is good this is not what you're thinking in the immediate reaction yeah. uh and but they had to only write a film as they were responding to maybe the first six months after the last year mm-hmm. yeah, and true. i think if if they'd even had like just one more year of time it might not have gone the way it did yeah you write more
1: uh, scenes for us
4: <laughs> yeah amongst other things Sorry. yeah Except but carrie fisher i
1: can't i can't
4: i, I can't keep doing this to myself um <laughs> Yeah, so that
0: that made my top ten of the decade. Hey, um, I'm gonna
1: pee, I'm gonna pee my pants. I'll be back in one minute. Keep keep going. It's one minute.
0: Okay, Last Ryan's gone for a minute. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure what to put on what what to put on here as far as like Marvel movies. I knew I wanted the Marvel Cinematic Universe to be. See, this is present. why I was
4: like I was like just <laughs> say Marvel Studios, baby. Yeah. It's the whole decade. Just give it all. The whole I, damn thing.
0: I thought about that, but I figured that I think what encapsulates my love of Marvel Studios mo- most uh,
4: is Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Hell yeah! He closes so the door. Yeah, right. Just like yeah. Puts if I his head I, out. I
4: thought about like if I had to nail it down to a couple of films, it would it, my top picks would be the first Avengers and and Guardians too. Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, one
0: I think nails everything I love about the franchise, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think is a good representation of that franchise on my list. Um, number oh one two three four four Pacific Rim. Really? Yeah. I like Pacific Rim a whole lot. You right. really do. I think the movie is really good. We're trying uh, to high five, it didn't work so well. Yeah. <laughs> didn't work very well. Uh I think Pacific Rim is a real is a really good movie. Mind you, these are not in order. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but Pacific Rim I, I really like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, truthfully. Um I, I uh
4: I'm glad you have that.
0: We're in the year uh we're in the year, by the way, where uh Yancey died. Two thousand twenty is when Yancey died in the beginning uh, of the movie. Yeah. Um Who? When Knifehead kills uh, Rayleigh's brother brother at the, at the beginning of Pacific Whoop. Rim. Ray, Yancey. No. Nope. Charlie Hunnam's brother in Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. When he when Knifehead kills his brother. In the middle
4: of the movie, right? At the beginning. The beginning?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they do the montage leading yeah. up to 2020, and then 2020 is when Yancey dies. Anyway, fun fact. Um living in a post-kaiju world. I yeah. like the movie a whole lot. It's yeah. it's such a love letter to kaiju. The amount of effort into that movie is beyond what is honestly deserved. Dude, Del giant, Toro. Robots find,
2: did giant robots find giant monsters. Hell yeah. The amount of
0: effort into the effects mm-hmm. is, is astounding. The, the movie looks incredible. It holds up so well. The practical effects uh, mixed with the CGI, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Man, tears um, of joy. You feel... You feel the the weight of these monsters and of these of these Jaegers of these robots and it's it's such a solid movie that has clearly a world behind it, a world that it is living in, a well thought out honestly it it is a well thought out movie, mm-hmm. I, I, b- I believe. Um How to Train a Dragon is above that. Wait, wait a minute. Oh no, Ryan. Ryan, hey. Isn't there a Pacific Rim animated show coming out? Yeah. Cool. Still? <laughs> it it's got the it's got a page on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So if it comes, we'll see. I I hope it's just as
4: good as uh, the Fast and Furious animated show.
0: I hope it's just as good as Pacific yeah. Rim Uprising.
4: I liked Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, I know. Speaking of disi- wait,
0: wait. I do too. <laughs> I yeah I. I don't I, love it. I like it. I think it's fine. It's got some good moments, but I think it's all right. Um, How's Train Dragon? I was derailed. How to Train I, Dragon. I expected it to be here. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time. Once again, How to Train a Dragon is probably one of the best animated movies. Period. Best DreamWorks movie. Uh, best DreamWorks movie. I will hold to that for forever uh, until they make a better one. I guess. Um, Croods two. It's such a it's such a fun movie, and it's so unique and father son bonding. And the flight sequences are are great. The music is incredible. People don't talk enough about the music. They talk a little bit about it, but not enough, in my opinion, personally, because I think John Powell's score is truly light years above a lot of things that came out that year. Light years. Um, and I, d- I pulled a Ben. I'm sorry. Paddington 1 and 2 both came out this year. <laughs> so This both decade? This decade. So they're both on my list.
1: I didn't see the second one, but that first one is yeah, a I bundle seen the second. love. My God, boy. God, I know. Is it on anything for free for me to watch that I, don't I, don't I own? Know. Maybe we, on, maybe I on Netflix. I think we have it.
0: Oh, okay you can also borrow it if you don't okay um i think both paddington films are as ryan said a bundle of love just the kindest movies of all time that i i think they are i truly believe and i'm sorry for anyone who hasn't seen them and is going to get overhyped by this but i try to to measure my hype i really do i truly believe both paddington movies are perfect i think they are perfect movies um, I think
1: th- I really think that first one is like exceptional and yeah. it is just like so full of love and heart and it's just like like if you're in a bad mood you just put Paddington on you yeah. will, it will be fixed and hundred percent s-
0: the second movie is is also just just a solid it's got such a great cast I uh, I it's probably got Hugh Grant's best performance ever
4: oh Honestly, We haven't seen The Gentleman yet. I don't know. Cloud Atlas. He's in that future, like that tribal warrior creature. He's trying a fool. Paddington
0: 2 has Hugh Grant's best performance ever. Nobody, I ever. Love Cloud Atlas. <laughs> Cloud Atlas
4: is in my honorables.
0: And then uh, Shin Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, baby. Shin Godzilla made my top decade. That is a
1: hell of Shin a Godzilla's movie. Crazy. I want that movie. I
0: wanted a Godzilla movie on my on my top decade list, and I was like, because six of them came out, I was like, but what's the best? Shin Godzilla. Hands down, the best Godzilla what? movie it's that came out the this decade. What, it's Shit, planning? was Final
4: Wars in this no. decade? No, it's no, no, not. Okay, true. I didn't think so. Yeah, it's, it's way, way early. Early. I was like, I didn't mess that up, did I? Because Final Wars should be in that's here. That's yeah. <laughs> the the dopest. Yo, no, Final uh, Wars is
0: great. Uh, Shin Godzilla is probably one of the best Godzilla movies of all time. It's probably one of my best, one of my favorite movies of all time. I That movie's just insane and gorgeous and wonderful and such a great reinvention of that character. It's a shame that there won't be a sequel to that. I know.
4: The only Godzilla film that's ever demanded a sequel. Shin Godzilla. (laughs) And, uh...
1: I wrote wrote one movie down. Again, much like a Power Rangers, it's not like my actual favorite thing of the decade, but I wrote Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets Down. Nice. Because... I think that movie is is visually stunning. It is. I. I again. I watched this video about Power Rangers and Valerian. Uh, Valerian is the most expensive independent movie of all time. It is fully 100% independently made. It's the most expensive like French movie. It's like the most expensive European movie. And like Luc Besson put his heart and soul into it. I kind of just wish the main characters were better because everything surrounding them is insane and it is so imaginative. And Rihanna is awesome in it. Mm-hmm. And like I really, I really think if you just
4: replace the main guy I know Cara Deva, no. DeVangeline isn't the perfect casting for that but I feel yeah. like she's all right yeah and with a the right guy in that role the movie would have been
1: already been better Yeah, Dana Han is is tragically miscast give me a Logan. He's supposed to be like a Han Solo give me Logan Lerman yeah put oh, Logan Lerman in that movie yeah. and it would have been much better yeah, yeah I agree I just I rewatching some of the visuals of that movie I'm like oh my god the designs in this movie are s- insane
3: yeah I agree. like
1: give me Logan Lerman or not to oversaturate him but a Tom Holland yeah, any of those I would have because they are
3: supposed to be young. I mean, ideally,
4: yeah. ideally Anton Yelkin. Dude, in a perfect world, you put Anton that in Yelkin. my brain. Oh man. Oh, uh, there's so many movies where I'm like, this should be Anton. Anton. Yelkin. Anton, Anton. Anton. Yeah, yeah.
0: Anton Yelkin. I
4: Hell, was talking yeah. about him. An- Anton Yelkin's my dream casting for a Scott Pilgrim, where you're you're directly adapting the books. We we lost yeah. Anton
0: Yelkin this decade. We did. We lost a, i a we lost a lot of people, lot lot of people this decade. But day. yeah, I Anton. Th- I yeah. Yeah. a lot of them were lost to. 2016. I was I was just I was talking to a friend of mine about Anton Yelkin. Uh, When's
4: that uh, film about him coming out?
0: I think it's already out. Or is it already already out? It's probably on VOD now. I want to watch it. Um, Yeah, I was just thinking about it. We were robbed.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, With him, we were definitely robbed. Yeah.
0: Um, I wrote this down. I just wanted to muse a bit now that we're done with our tops. Muse it. This decade also had a lot of personal achievements for all of us, I believe. Um, For example, uh, Ben, you and I Mm -hmm. graduated college. We did uh until no i still say it. i still joke and say it's my <laughs> my greatest achievement <laughs> um but i you know other things like you know hey we started this
1: podcast this decade we did hell yeah we did started this i moved to california in 2010 wow so this from decade, texas we moved to, we moved to california it's a brand new decade new me <laughs> <laughs> new decade, um, twice as broke
0: yeah, well we you yeah, know we started this podcast i think that's really great um I love it. I'm happy we're yeah, here. Pers- personally, yeah. I saw an Aventasia concert, and really nothing can top that. So. Mm. Man, Why that was such a great a- concert. Why are we still alive, honestly? <laughs> we all should have died at that concert. Jesus, that was awesome. That was euphoria yep. in I, its prime. I still think it was last year. We were all touching <laughs> the ether. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, Aventasia. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just think you know this decade had a lot of a lot of good highs and uh, oh yeah, it's good. You know what we do, what we like to do on the show is remember the highs and try to forget the lows. Trust me, I'm I'm always high.
3: So <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. <Whoa.
0: laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like you know, it's it's important to like you know spread the positivity and and I think you know just reflect on the good stuff that happened to us this this, yeah. this decade. Hell yeah. yeah, and hope for hope for more good stuff in the next.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This decade personally has been. Very, very trying for me. Well,
1: I mean, this is the first second that we've been adults. Because like the last second well, we were children. Yeah, we exactly.
2: were teenagers. Well,
3: this is go- our first Like, It's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. no.
2: It's not just that. It's that my parents' divorce started in 2010. Oh. That man, if you
1: want to get tragic, I got my entire life to talk <laughs> about my man. <laughs> well, Which divorce do you want me to talk about? He <laughs> just said positives.
2: I know. No lows. Uh, but let me finish, if I may. No. Go ahead. May? Even though it's- June. <laughs> God damn it, guys.
0: July. Thank it's you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> no, let Ben know. Go Even kidding,
2: though it started off not on the best note, and things have happened personally, which I'm not going to get into, that have been very trying and very difficult for me personally, you're right. This decade has had uh, quite a bit ups. Take your shoes off. There's my slippers. I mean, no
1: it's kind of late. We've done like seven <laughs> hours of podcasting. <laughs> my feet are cold. Shut up.
2: Um, obviously, the podcast being one of them. Um, another big obviously I met Fanny in 2015. Oh, of brothers. I met Ryan.
0: did you meet Megan?
2: uh yeah, I met Megan in 2012. Yeah. I met this guy I met uh, Sparks and I met
0: you in this decade I Brandon. met I met you this decade.
1: When did I work at the comic shop?
0: When did I work at the comic shop?
1: did I work there it was it this decade because I, I mean it was definitely school. this decade because I lived in California yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think was it I did I work there in 2014? It's been a while.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. Shit. I honestly don't remember when I did. Yeah, it's
1: been a while. We time. met, we met there. Yeah, it's how well it's how yeah. It's how I it. met
2: you winter of two thousand. I met you like right when we got start. We came back to school in two thousand and ten. Yeah. And then a few years later, I met him when I went Should to visit you. Should have turned left. Oh, ha <laughs> ha. Make ha. Right yeah. at Albuquerque. Well, yeah. It's this decade has been. It's it's hasn't been as bad as I as people
1: claim it to be. To be well, honest. I mean, I think it depends on each person. Yeah, it
0: depends uh, on yeah, each I person. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's like. You know, yeah, we all have—it's life. We've all had tragedies. Yeah. We've all had had hardships. But you know, for this, like, let's remember the good stuff. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, so l- remembering the good stuff does not invalidate the bad. True, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll do it for me. What that'll do, you do it got? for us. Yeah. That'll do it for all of no, us. No, I think so. All right, thank you for listening to the last episode of the Fake Podcast. What? Um, <laughs> oh no, that's not what I expected. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> we will be back next week, guys. Our uh, our Best of 2019 episode is up now, uh, as well as our, our Star Wars episode, Yep. Um, as well as some, some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Some short.
4: nerds watch Mandalorians and Crisis and yeah.
0: arcades that Basement live arcades. in basements. So, New Year, same show. We are going to truck along, as new always. New
4: Year, same shit.
0: Uh, we're gonna new Decade, same shit. We're going to truck along, so uh, the next episode after this. I don't have a truck. I have a Nissan. All right. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. We have, the, we have the link in the description. We have our Funko affiliate. Use promo code SHOP10 for uh, 10% off your purchase. Uh, link in the description. You can, have, uh, you can find our Patreon or Public if you'd like to support us financially. Also the link in the Chernobyl description.
1: Chernobyl has won Best Limited TV Show at the Golden Globes and Joaquin Phoenix won for Joker. Bing bog. Well, I guess, jo- I guess Joaquin deuces. Phoenix has
4: won an Oscar this year. Deuces. Aquafina won too Woo, good oh we need
1: to talk about aquaman that's my favorite dc movie <laughs> I, I figured i forgot damn it 2018 aquaman that's a
4: good movie it is
0: thank you to everyone who listens we greatly appreciate it thank you for coming on this journey with us at the end of the decade and going into the new one um i think it's jeremy velucci i definitely think aquaman is the
4: best dc comics movie of the decade I
1: mean, I won't disagree. let start with Man of Steel, right? Because because Dark Knight is 2008. Dark and Knight it, Rises. Yeah, and it's not better than Dark Knight. No, Rises it's, not. Not as no good. it's not. No, it's not. That's my point. Aquaman, baby. Who would have thunk. From
4: Dark Knight Rises up to now. Thanks, I think Momoa. Aquaman is the best.
0: Green Lantern.
1: I'm kidding. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you to Jeremy Bellucci. Thank you to Mike Moshola. Uh, you can find all of them. Thank you to
1: all the guests that I'm not even going to pretend to try to name who were on the show since the beginning. Cause Cause Ken a No, you didn't. No, Mike Bro, You can't do this. No, Ken not Mastro. Mastro. The others. Stop. Chris Swindle. Oh my God. What about the first
0: year? Mark Guggenheim. What about? Oh man.
1: Do you, see, do, you see, do you see him over there?
0: Andrea Romano. Do you see him
1: on that hill? Was hey, oh, he there with hey, the anti-monitor? It's been a while, guys. Hey, hey, it's hey, it's hey. hey the anti-monitor's <laughs> getting off the hill next, in a couple weeks. Oh, my
0: God. It's time. Oh, I'm
4: wow. the
2: anti-monitor. I'm hey, hey, down on the hill. Hey, I'm the anti-monitor. years. What the fuck?
4: Nobody's going to listen to us now. This is the reason. <laughs> Find us on Twitter. we got new <laughs> listeners. They're done now
0: check F- out <laughs>
4: find us on Twitter Instagram Facebook all Fickner podcast FicknerGuys
1: at gmail.com hey let us know what your favorite shit of the decade was because yeah. we all talked a lot of stuff yeah. but
4: there's a lot more What's we'd love our to our hear it let love us to know to who hear. you think had the best list it's me it's me it's me but I said that
0: I like to party Benson I mean. has also said it's me no I'm not going to try I, um, know I
1: didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, don't say that
0: okay let's try it again Spark say it's no me. no <laughs> no
1: I'm a gonna win.
2: I'm the anti-monitor. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> this <Hey>. whole time. <laughs> hey, I'm Sparks Witty.
0: Uh, BC McClure on Instagram, and Twitter. I'm uh, um, DJ Tony Snark everywhere.
4: Sparkles. I'm drowning in the love of this podcast at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. That's S-Pierre different. Witty. I love it. Benjels. But what? Benjangles. Oh, Benjangles. Oh, oh Lord.
0: It's Benjelical. Your it's your cat's name. Oh my ben God. Jangles. Benjelical
1: cat. <laughs> oh no. I don't have a cat. Ben. What?
0: You are my jellicle choice. Oh. I don't, know I don't know how I feel about that. He's, He's going to put you
4: in a hot air balloon and send you up into the sun to die. Oh.
0: Send you into a cat face. <laughs> Yikes. I'm
3: Ben
2: <laughs> ba- Magna. Yeah. You can find me on the internet, Ben magna 27 on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify, iHeartRadio. Oh. Rate and view wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys.
1: Parasite won Best Director at the Golden Globes. <laughs> Stay
0: fake nerds.